testing, testing, one, two, three, testing, testing, one, two, three, we are on the air. Hey guys, this is Thesis, everything is everything, I am your host, Jay Marie. We got a treat for you today. We are putting up a show that we did this weekend in the studio, in the cave actually, uh, with our friends Dean and Los. Dean is the host of, Man of My- Mind of Mankind, check him out please. We had a great time together, talked about all kinds of subjects and issues. We actually got a treat also because there was a world premiere um, song that we played on the air, produced by by Dean and Los. Great song. You're going to like that. It's an hour three. Check it out. Stick around for that. Uh, any updates? Uh, no, everything's still the same. We're on quarantine, lockdown, everything's good. Things seem to get, be getting better, so we will probably back in action very soon. So just keep your head up, people out there. Um, we're going to get through this uh, pretty quickly, I believe. Okay, guys. Um, so this was pre-recorded. So we're going to jump right in. I'd uh, love to hear from you guys. Please send a message if, or questions if you like, and we will get to those. So, without further ado, I present to you the show. Enjoy. And and hopefully, when you throw enough of it at the wall, some of the shit sticks. You know. Look, check this out. Microsoft News poll. Due to a reduction in revenue due to the coronavirus economic slowdown, the post office may shut down by June. Do you think the post office is an essential service and the government should rescue it? Yes, somewhat, no, no opinion. And then, here's a problem. Because you say, fuck it, shut it down. I mean, there's about a million or two million employees. And, you know, we don't want people to lose their jobs. But then we got to look at the whole picture, okay? They got pensions. Mm-hmm. They have four hundred one. They have. They get taken care of. That's pretty, why it'll pretty never. Good. That's why it'll never go away. No matter how much money it loses, because it's always gonna be. But the workers, man, you know, and and damn. And I mean, but I when it comes to a freaking oil, uh, uh, what what oils, uh, the jobs that that provides. You know what I'm saying. Like, think of all the jobs that oil They hate people. the oil people. Hey, yeah, they can lose their yeah, jobs. They can lose their jobs. Like, they'll they'll, they'll uh, enter the uh, STEM field, yeah. you know, the, the tech field and all this stuff. And it's like, what? They're, they're roughnecks. What are you talking about? And, and and those are just the small minority of those workers. But we see how that'll affect the convenience work all the way down to the convenience workers, you know, to the, to the fuel drivers uh, that ship it. I mean, it, it'll be devastating to they don't think about the countries that that actually you know uh export these things and and their whole uh, society the whole uh lives off of it you know that i think one of the richest um countries i forget what is it Qatar or something but 90 something percent of their population works in the oil industry oh fuck yeah like God. no wonder they're fucking rich yeah. dude uh-huh and the other ones are probably doctors, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, you can tell, you can tell when, when something's fishy about an idea like, like that, oh, 
like let's say we we say the same story about post office workers and then the 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 pushback would be oh but families and kids and blah 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 and then you we put the same story like what you were saying on the oil people and if that same person says nah well it's cool with them then you know you're being fed some bullshit you know yeah, yeah because it's not a principled <clears throat> idea because it's okay with certain type of people here oh yeah. uh, but but it's not okay with uh, these it's, other type it's of people kind of like with the when they said, well, Trump's businesses can't benefit at all from from the from the bailout or the not the bailout from the stimulus, uh, this two trillion dollar stimulus. And it's like. Um, so you you said his workers don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Correct. And, yeah. And it's like. But why? Why, it's, why it's, disparage on his workers? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's, it's just another way to attack somebody like. He's not passing a two trillion dollar stimulus to get some money on the back end. I'm sure they're good. I'm Dude, sure he's good. good. They're you good. Know what I'm yeah, saying? they're making bread. And 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 I guarantee you, there's not even nothing said. But I promise you, he's probably taking care of his workers and stuff. This ain't no a uh, 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 pump up Trump a uh, 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 group right here. But but let's be honest and let's just let's just be out and forthright about about these things. You're punishing his workers. He has Ethiopian workers. He has Mexican, Chinese workers, everybody. Mexican workers, black workers. I mean, and and you're telling these people that they don't matter, that they're not American, that somehow they're less American for for uh, working at a certain business, you know, that you don't agree with the owner, you know. So that's when you can tell when people aren't principled, you know. You can you can see right through it, you know. You can see right through the argument. You know, like that. It's a perfect example because it's not a it's not a partisan issue, a Trump issue, Republican issue. It's a truth issue. Certain because because that argument that some people make is okay. We want to, you know, we want to. It sounds like they want to hurt a certain type of person, white, Christian, male. You know, this whole talk about like I don't buy that one bit. I don't like that one bit. But you can see right through it. You can see right through it when people lay out their arguments, and and if you if you're principled, you'll see right through it. It's funny, I never thought of. Man, that song, dude. I had, I had, you know how. You not that you forget, you just don't remember like that song, the the. And that's why God died song, mm-hmm. man. That's a joint right there, dude. Yeah. I had just you know certain songs just kind of just kind of get away from your mind, and then you hear it, and you're like, oh, dang. Yeah, I do that shit all the time. I don't really listen to anything, you know. Just every once in a couple of months, you you know. I'll get into listen, really listening to the stuff, see what's old and accumulated and all kinds of shit. Man, I, I trip out on, um, when I hear some of my lyrics, I'm like, damn, dude, I couldn't even think of, I wouldn't be able to even do that, right? Like, I couldn't right. think that's, of nothing like that right now. That's me like a motherfucker, dog. Yeah, there's a certain hunger there. And sometimes I wonder if subconsciously that you know you've already talked about these things and used these rhymes and words to where you won't do it again so you kind of unless you really really try crafting 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 
to get to new heights, then you're kind of just really limited more because you've already used these words and subconsciously you know it and you don't talk about the same thing in the same way. So that first time you do it is always sometimes to me is like the best one because uh, your whole content, everything you can rhyme is open. And then, you know, nobody wants to do uh, two, two uh, My Heart's Broken songs and, and they're just, you know, the same words. You're going to have to limit yourself from those words that you did in the first one. Yeah, you don't want to be uh, rep so, repetitive or yeah. something. So sometimes I listen to old stuff too and I'm like, dang, there's so much content in there. Like, yeah, man, like we have yeah, a lot Every of line stuff is just there, like dude. something deep or something. <laughs> and now it's like sometimes you go through some of the rhymes now and it's like simple, simplest stuff, like more. Just. Yeah, there it's. It was a it was a good time, man. That that was a great time. How long ago was that? Ten years? No, more than ten years, right? Fifteen years ago. I mean, I don't know. I've never stopped, you know. I, I wonder. As far as that, that I think you're fifteen. Some of that stuff I remember. The era of my boy was born. Yeah, so he's fifteen. Yeah. Man, you know how time flies, right? We've been kicking it forever, fast, nigga. Bro, Imagine fast. we're going to be old and shit, making cookouts. What's up? Hey, time Remember when we fast. had podcasts? Remember when we did hip-hop? Grandkids. Play that song, Grandpa. Which one? Fast, the one man. about the soldiers coming home. Ah, that nigga, that shit jazz. I, I got it somewhere. I got I a stack of it. CDs. I listened to it the other day. I got a stack of CDs in my drawer. And, and, and I know it's in there somewhere. If it's jams, but I was mad because I was like, "Fuck!" I needed to level up a little bit of the 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 vocals. It's a little low. I I should just I just needed a tick up, and uh, so that always pisses that me off. That always Wayne. pisses me off when I hear the song. I'm like, man, it's saying some good shit. <laughs> yeah, like, I just need that bitch. And the timing, because that was after Iraq and all that, and it was like oh, when yeah. you made it, yeah. it was bright timing. <clears throat> bright timing. Everything, yeah. dude. It was just like I, because I listened to it the other day, and it was like the, the visual, you know. Man, you, you should you should put them holes on SoundCloud or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah, I asked I asked I asked the Sebastian, and he said yeah, SoundCloud is cool. You just open an account and then just upload your music. And then you can share it. Hey, check out this joint. And you send the link to somebody and they open it and push play. Boom. I like that shit. Yeah, I remember when we used to jam SoundCloud when it wasn't shit, man. Barely, that nigga, I barely on the goddamn computer, bro. Mm -hmm. uh, dude, I remember I wanted that shit and I'd go to this nigga house whenever. I'd be at work. Nigga, <laughs> go make a pit stop and shit. Yeah. Around noon, nigga, I'd go over to his house. Make some jams. We popped out some good stuff, man. Greedy nigga raw. That's what I like when I think back about it. That shit was raw. It, you know, on a good take, those songs were live. Like a couple of them we recorded live. Where it's like, where he comes in and then I come in and he's 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 messing with the box. And and we do a whole take and then, or, or you know, let's do it again or whatever. But man, so them, them holes were, were live and shit. Yeah, I know. That shit was crazy. That was gritty. Days of no no program at all. And I still don't run off of a program, really. So. 
like that, dude. We felt like we were rappers. <laughs> like we were rappers. <laughs> we were like we were at that show. They had we had we were in the green room, bro, and there was some sh- internet show called Icons. Remember? No. And they were asking us about what's an icon and this and that and I. They supposedly we came out on some show. I never found it. Yeah. But uh. Uh, and we thought we were cool. No, we were cool. We were the best. Man, we performed live. Just me and this nigga. We did a set, like a 10-minute set. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. The other niggas were lip-syncing, or they were just rapping over their own music yeah, with, yeah. The, with the lyrics. Yeah, with, with Yeah, I know you did live. We did live. Yeah. Man, we have, I had a video. Yeah, There's a video. Niggas singing it all, so, you know, it always seems more hyped, I guess. You know? It was good. We did good. I had that shit saved on something, man. I don't remember what it was. It was on my old computer. I know I uploaded it to but a couple I don't know spots. What I know it was like photo bucket or some shit. Some shit, right. Because the video's somewhere. I've been looking for it. Yeah. I have the live version of it on MySpace Music. And the list still comes out. So when I go to it, it's there. But when I push play, it never plays. So I got to figure out how to... So I want to hear that shit. So I got the live audio version of it and then there's a video somewhere in these thousands of stacks of cds because tom thomas was there and he recorded it him and his wife right yeah so but it was really cool man and that was fun because we practiced nigga. i went to this nigga's house and we what are we gonna do? What's up? Which songs and what? And we nigga for a couple of weeks, I think. We you know, like because I think we thought we were gonna do it like that, and we didn't. I think everything we chose was the last week kind of shit, you know. But I remember, we practiced like how we kind of practiced it in your in that back room on yeah, Wynwood. I know, but I think that was like kind of last minute decision. Like a week and just. It was fun because I remember making the beats and everything, and and I made them right there. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I didn't. When we heard about it, it wasn't that long before, I don't think. And then, so I had to make the beats and everything. Cause didn't use anything I really had. Cause, cause the one, the one I did the. You come from the streets. Oh yeah, yeah. That that was a whole. That was a whole separate song. Couple one. Yeah, and the couple ones we did. Like, the intro was fresh, and the a- outro, I think. Yeah, Whatever we finished a, at the end. A couple of yeah, I do remember that. Made for that. Oh, the- yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, if you want to get this part down, now what the fuck did it say? <laughs> Bitch, I want to find that shit. It's on MySpace Music. <laughs> it might, it might play. If you go to MySpace Music, and you put Chema Chango, and I thought, there's a playlist right there, and I got the live version. I was gonna say I think I, I think I I think I saw it on MySpace. That's it, was, it was that was right day on MySpace. Yeah. I had the video and everything, cause cause you you can upload it to like Photo Bucket and then put the link on your <clears throat> MySpace and it'll play the video on your page. That's what I was thinking. I said, yeah, okay. I was thinking that shit in my head right now. I, was like, I think it was on MySpace. <laughs> Man, that was fun times, dude. Got a bitch. My MySpace got fucking blown out. Oh, here, I got some. I got some for y'all that'll help us kind of exercise our mind real quick. Okay, look. So there was a guy in New York, I think. And the story said he got arrested, right? But So why did he get arrested? Because 
they said he was hoarding medical supplies, yeah. masks and gowns. So apparently he probably had boxes and boxes right. in his apartment. And uh, they arrested him and some federal charges, something. And they took all his stuff, right? And then, they, of course, they donated it to the hospital. Now, in your opinion, what, what do you think? Of, what do you think of that? He, he didn't, mind you, he didn't break no laws. He bought it with his with his own money that he worked for. He seems on the news, damn shit. So he got smart and he said, "Man, I, I'm gonna go ahead and buy supply and demand, sort of, you know." They arrested him, charged him with federal charges, and took all his stuff. Nah, hmm. I think that's in the wrong, man. He he he. Hey, he did what he thought was survival. I don't, I don't, I don't believe the government should have stepped in that way. You know, anybody, everybody panics in their own way. You know what I'm saying? That was his way of coping with it. So I don't, I don't see anything wrong with it. He paid for it with his own money. He didn't go steal it. So I that's, mean, that's a slippery line, man. Because so the government argument would be, well. He knew it was a, emer- a medical emergency and he's just hoarding it. But hold on, we're we're a free market. If I wanna, if I wanna buy all the sweaters that are like that, a hundred, whatever, right? I wanna buy them all up so there's none left and I'm the only one with the sweater. I didn't break no law. I didn't break no law. Emergency, no emergency. But the federal government steps in. That's dude. The Fourth Amendment protects us from. Illegal search and seizure and unreasonable unreasonable search yeah. uh, and confiscation and stuff like that. They can't a, a, any jurisdiction, a police, city, county, state, whatever, federal, federal. They can't come and take your shit. You know, he paid with it for well, he paid for it with his it, own money. If, if you broke laws to get this then stuff, it's different. that's a different story. Yeah. But if you were doing something that's lawfully, you know, that 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 is not breaking any laws, yeah. You know what I'm saying, and then, dude, man, that's. I mean, cause look, this is this is this is what I he worry bought this more shit about to last him, cause he's and, thinking it's and, gonna last for and, years. And so. you know, let's say he wanted to sell it. Let's say he wanted what if to he make wanted a... to give it away and he just didn't have time yet, cause yeah. they already fucking raided him. Or, or even let's say he wanted to sell it for a small profit or whatever, right? That's there's nothing illegal about it's, that. Yeah, it's, it's none of your business. He's not fucking selling drugs, and that's what worries me about these these. That's uh, dangerous. These crises. That's dangerous because you see these governments, whether it's the city of Dallas, the county of Dallas, the federal government, state of Texas, any state, you see them encroaching on people's liberties more and more, taking people's property, private property that was that was uh, uh, purchased legally and with you know. Yeah, what I'm saying? yeah. That's a slippery line right there, dude. You know, I, we're protected by I, the Constitution uh, against stuff like that, dude. You give a damn about no crisis. But yeah, but that, that that's their excuse. It's crisis and we got we got to maintain this. And see and see what what they'll do, what, well, I don't know what they'll do, but I can see something like, okay, so they arrested the guy, whatever. They're going to lay out all these charges and they're going to say, "Or you can plead, we'll we'll, we'll plead for just this, you know. So, but in the news, it was like, yeah, because everybody's like, yeah, fuck him, yeah, he should go to jail. When people start thinking that way, we're in trouble. Yeah, because yeah. that's what happened to the to the Jews in in Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People started uh-huh. seeing certain people like fuck. They that. started yeah, seeing them get prosecuted. And prosecuted. See, and in this instance, it's not a it's not a race. Uh-huh. You know, the guy, his his 
sin is that he had all these boxes yeah. of medical stuff. Yeah. In Nazi Germany, the sin of the Jews was whatever the hell ideology the Nazi right, people yeah. followed. Yeah. So it was like, ugh, that person. <coughs> and see, now it's a little bit more abstract. It's the guy who's hogging stuff. Uh -huh. It's the prepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the... It's the denier. You know, that sort of stuff, dude. That's dangerous. Yeah, it is. Dangerous. Look how we already do it already with with the rich. You know, it's yeah. like we already attacked them and it's okay because they did well. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so the same thing. The guy who prepped and was ready. Uh-huh. We attack him and it's okay. We attack him because we're not prepped and ready. We don't yeah. have it. So it's That's kind why. of, it's, there's some similarities there. And, and and you even hear it uh, when people talk about Jews, you know? Yeah. And yeah, sure, you hear about anti-Semitic and this and that. Like, like people do fight against it. But in some instances, it's almost okay to say, well, a Jew does well for himself. And, and somehow they're manipulating the system of Hollywood or, or stock market or something. And, and there's always been the people who say stuff like that and... And I've only heard it towards Jews. I've never heard it towards Christians or put in that right, right, or, or in that in that type of form. And speaking now, though, more and more, little by little, you kind of starting to see that push against Christians. Like there was a New York Times article the other day, yeah, man, about yeah, definitely about how the Christians, because we anti science and stuff like yeah, that. Like yeah. that's ridiculous, you know, yeah, that's yeah. absurd. And and so when we start. Isolating people and see those are just examples of what we see presently. But when we start doing that in society, it becomes dangerous because those people who fall into those isolated groups, the deniers, the vaxxers, anti-vaxxers, whatever, they they're seen as less than me. You know, if I believe in these ideologies of whatever, and and the opposite, the people who think opposite of me, I see them as less than then that becomes a problem, especially when it's an isolated target. Yeah. Christians, uh -huh. Jews, uh, deniers, whatever it may be, you know what I'm saying? And that can be very dangerous. And, and then you can see why and how stuff happens, like let's say what happened in Nazi Germany yeah. or even in the Soviet Union. You can see how how the Albanians, where people get slaughtered. Why? But because, uh, because there's a feeling that those particular group of people are less than us and they you know so whatever They're happens threat. to them it doesn't matter yeah. and then they chop them up with with uh machetes right. or whatever you know whatever the hell they do over there but yeah so that's yeah, very dangerous rid of behavior for society and hopefully this thing Especially that we're going through awakens people because now we don't care if you're a democrat or whatever we want people to be safe we want you know, uh, not, we don't want people to die, whatever. It, I don't care if they're Republican, Democrat, Libertarian. Right. We don't care who the, who you are, what party you fall in there. We just care that you're healthy and you're safe and your family's safe and everything like that. So uh, sometimes an event like this brings us closer together because we've been splitting too far apart. And then something like this just yeah. snaps us back into, into place, you know, and, and that's a good thing, you know, and I... And I Kind of like 9-11, the, the positive, um, you know, it was a bad thing, but there was positive things that happened in our society that reverberated years and years and years afterwards, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Patriotism, pride, yeah. or whatever. 
But then we fell back into the regular cycle of political bickering and, you know, all this nonsense that, that we seem to fall uh, fall victims to, you know, all the time. So, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a real dangerous, um, real dangerous subject right there, man. Cause... That's how things happen. Yeah. You know, we're, and we love history. Most people are scared, man. You know. We love history, and and when you study history, you see these things, these these moments in in time that were just like, what, how, how could this possibly happen? That's the question. How could yeah. this possibly happen? You know, and and if we dig, in, and we look at what's what's going on when we're divided and stuff, then you can see like, oh, that's how stuff like that can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, especially if you have a complacent population who who falls in line real quick. Yeah. Hey, everybody stay home. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sheep, you know? Yeah, there you go. And unfortunately, uh, you know, there's positive things in, in, in numbers, but there's also negative things in numbers, you know? Because now we, we, ac- um, we acquiesce to orders from whoever, you know, telling us to stay home or whatever it may be. And most of society, there's no pushback, there's no questioning, you know, that's, that's, um, we can be manipulated in, yeah. in the wrong hands, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it is manipulated, man. Because, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, people staying at home, real quick, yes sir, type shit, man, it's, that's the sheep, man. That's the, they're the fearful, you know, when you get them out, they're the ones who are saying, you know, kill them, kill them, kill them type shit, you know what I mean? Dangerous man. Hopefully, it doesn't get get that far. And then, even still, <laughs> even still, so we we come together. But then, in our togetherness, there's still certain divisions. Like, yeah. like you see posts of people saying, "Stay the fuck home," right? Uh-huh. Like, please, so we can get over there. Like, okay, Boom. you know, well, look at where it all comes from, man. The the freaking media, the media, dude. dude. And, po- and, and politicians, it's like, you know, when I look around at the people, we're not tearing each other apart. And the only ones who are, are so freaking distraught over it because, uh-huh. because of all the information they're receiving, you know, uh, and jumping to conclusions yeah. and all kinds of things. And they're, they're the ones, so where are they getting it from? And why can't people sit back and say, dang, I feel like uniting with, with, with uh, my my community in the sense like, you know, hey, we all go to the store, you know, let's respect, let's do our six feet deep, uh, uh, feet away from each yeah. other. Let's, uh, you know, let's just be mindful and shit, you know? And, um, and then who's bickering? The freaking politicians, the people that you elected to be your leaders and shit. And who, who's the leader here? Because... It's us that are, you know, doing what we have to to, to get through it and, and and not step on people's toes? Or or is it the people in Washington who are freaking running amok and acting like a bunch of preschool kids without their teacher, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and all the divisiveness that they, they push. Don't give me one side or the other, dude. Open your eyes and ears and... and and pay attention 
And then, of course, the media pushes this all day long, you know, through, through print or, or um, you know, just on the newscast. I mean, and we're, that's what gets people motivated to do things, you know, uh, they know what they're doing. Uh, they, they know where they want to rile up feathers and, and where, you know, what sectors to leave alone. Mm-hmm. I think for those, for those people who, I mean, it sounds, we, we know, we know political, uh, we know how the, the political, the political system is in America. And, um. And we understand that there is some people that would like to change the way we are. We've heard it before. I mean, it's it. They say it, you know, that they they want to change America because of our past sins or whatever. But you know, we we are a good we are a good system. Our system is really good. Um, and uh, they'll they'll come in uh, um, in times like these and want to push certain agendas like that, like in that. Two trillion dollar <throat> package, you know they got they gave themselves a raise, you know what I'm saying Hello. twenty thousand dollar raise or something like that. Like what what the hell, you know? So so they pull they they act like they they're leading us, and they that they have their they have us in mind. But you know look they just want to line their pockets, and I mean it's the same story over and over yeah, with these people. It's the same thing over and over and like. Is that what we want? You know, that's not what I want. That's not the kind of people that I want making decisions. Dude, the Senate voted unanimously on that $2 trillion package. Where my, where my boy Ted Cruz at? Where's Rand Paul at? None of them stood no, up, dude. Stood now, up. now, now, mind you, we could check, but there was eight no votes, so I don't know who they were. Maybe our guys were in them eight, and I should, I, we should probably check because I want to be accurate, but how come nobody stood up? At least, I mean, okay, let them pass it, but I want to stay up, stand up, and say, dude, this is so much money, and look, look where it's going to, whatever, Planned Parenthood over here, uh, American Airlines, whatever, hold them up, man, you know, slow the road, get a raise, all kinds of stuff, why, because that's what they're there, they're they're there, they want, they got their hand in the tail, they're going to protect themselves no matter what, while the American people are locked at home. Yeah. Forget about it, man. Where's the people rising? People are going to get tired of being home real quick, oh, yeah. dude. Real quick. And and already what people are starting to feel in, in each individual house is feeling all over the neighborhoods mm-hmm. and in the cities. And you know what? People are going to start raising their voices, hopefully, because this is garbage. This is absolute garbage, dude. Yeah. This is... It's not like a... I don't see it as some sort of from the top down conspiracy, but governments are testing their power, dude. Yeah. Judge Jenkins, is he's pushing his boundaries. So what gives him the right to say, we're going to stay shut down till May 14th, May 20th? 20th? What the hell is that all about? Who gave him? Couldn't even go to June. Who gave him that power? Where does he get that power from? No, no, no. We got to be, we got to be vigilant because there's people out there and they're going to take advantage of this. And it sets the precedence. So next time there's a full outbreak, are we going to shut everything down again? See, it sets the precedence. Uh-huh. And I, I blame the freaking media too. Why? Because they 
Always, always, 24 hours, pandemic, pandemic. Slow the fucking road, man. You're panicking people. People are scared. Yeah, people are getting people scared. People are having breakdowns, dude. Nervous breakdowns. Dude, it's crazy, oh. man. Yeah, man. We got to keep our eye out, man, because, dude, this is... People will take advantage <laughs> of it, man. People will take advantage of it, and, you know, some, there's people out there who are power hungry. Dude, it, it, it's happening. I mean, they're taking advantage of the shit right now. This whole May 20th extension bullshit, man, is just fucking irritating, man. Irritating. I'm upset, man. Man, I got, I got, I got, I got women who need to get banged, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, we're fucking sitting here and shit, twiddling our goddamn thumbs, man. <laughs> well, what's stopping you, man? Shit, these hoes don't want to get out. Social shit. distancing. Yeah, man. She can go. These hoes are like, I need some dick. And I'm like, shit, I need some pussy. Well, we're gonna have to wait till this shit's over with. <laughs> Just fucking glove it, glove up, shit. And then I can't even get gloves, so there goes that. Crazy. Wait, hey, but you know what though? That that thing y'all were talking about, you and Mondo. Yeah. Damn, he showed me that link, that test run thing that yeah. they did in October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty weird, Look, I, I, man. I sent it to you on, on Messenger. You didn't get it. Oh well, well, see, I'm my things up here, so I can't even fuck with it. Right oh, now. okay. So look, I'm gonna get yeah. it. We'll pull it up. No, but I saw it. I oh, saw the video oh. and everything. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. So I saw it and I was like, "Jeez." Oh, you were trying to go to the link? No, I, I mean, I saw it because because Mongo shared it with me, and uh, so I'm like, "Oh man, what the fuck?" And Alexa, it made. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. But, 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 oh, oh. That event 201? It's on the, somebody sent the link uh, of the actual webpage of that thing that she's talking about. The event 201? Yeah, it was like, whatever was on that page was sort of like an invitation to people that they were sending out. Like, let's say you're a scientist. Yeah. And I'm the event, and I send you that thing that says, hey, we're doing this, 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 this is your over there, come over here, blah, blah, blah. And and somebody and it's still online. Somebody had the link. I thought I think it, I don't know if it was Mondo or somebody else, but I'll look for it. Oh no. Anyhow, but the page of that thing, and you read it, and it explains what they're doing, simulation, this and that. But what a coincidence! It, well, I don't know if it's a coincidence. It's weird. It's weird. But they did they they did that in October. Yeah. And then why? Don't, and and see, I, as far as was it secret. Maybe it was. Maybe that thing was leaked or something. Yeah, yeah. But but I can see a, a connection to where it would be like, fuck it, let's run the simulation worldwide. You know? Something like that. I can see it. I can kind of see like, okay. Because look. Thanks, bro. I mean, I don't think Sandy Hook. Yeah, that right there. I, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. So Sandy Hook, I think, was something similar to what this is doing. Yeah. A simulation. And, but it was portrayed in the media as reality. That's what I think. So, I don't get mad at at, at uh, Alex Jones when he used to say because I think it was a stimulation. I don't think it was an actual event that really happened. I don't yeah. think kids really died. It was a story that was created for the media in some small little town in the middle of nowhere. Oh, nowhere, yeah. Uh, to get the the name. Oh, oh yeah, ban those guns now because because that scary gun is was responsible for them kids and they always bring up Sandy Hook. You know what I'm saying? 
I, I, I step back away from things. And when I see this, it was too convenient. When something like that is it's just too convenient. You know what I'm saying? The town of Sandy Hook. Uh, and this isn't conspiracy theory shit. This is legit. People who investigated uh, the death reports of the supposed kids. Oh, they're sealed. They're not made public. What? Why? 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 This is... Uh, uh, why would, like, it, it doesn't make sense. Like, why would you make those death reports private when everybody else is, if somebody dies of natural causes, they make a, a report and put it in the county records. But those particular reports were all, like, classified. Like, why? Why, why were they classified? Like, what are you hiding? Oh, well, we're not hiding. Well, sure seems like you're hiding something, you know? So, I think it was something like, like, what that thing is doing, A, a test, not a test run, but like a simulation, yeah. right? I think it was something like like that. Simulation, big time. Let's get all the all the local authorities involved. But we're doing a simulation, but but they caught the the local authorities off guard, and they just started calling it a real event, you know? That's crazy. <clears throat> Too much craziness, dude. Mm-hmm. And and what's wrong? Like so, see? Ah, oh, you're like imagine some people. Ah, oh, you're fucking conspiracy theorists. Yeah. This and that. You're a Sandy Hooker denier. Whatever. Fuck that. I can't ask questions. <laughs> I want to ask questions. Yeah. You know, that's all I'm. That's all I'm doing, and that's all we're doing is asking questions. Well, is there even a possibility that something like this might have occurred? Yeah, yeah. Is that is that ridiculous? But right. people will shame you if you if you say that. Atticus Jones, he has some balls, dude. But I understand his decision to come out and he, because he came out after all this craziness, when he got kicked off of all these things, he came out and said, look, I was just bullshitting. I believe Sandy Hook was real. But see, he bent the knee to the pressure because money was involved. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and that's fine with me. Like, hey, dude, I understand. You got a business to run. Yeah. And if you're being knocked off all your platforms, I understand if you do that and that, that helps your stream coming in, fine, dude. I understand. I don't blame him. And, but but look look what happens right yeah. so so pressure comes from outside you're a denier I had the Sandy Hook you're a crazy you know, but hold on up dude can nigga ask questions uh, and not just all kinds of events that we can ask questions about that's some something strange you know but no you get kicked off of platforms you get you try to get silenced you know again what we're talking about earlier you become the other <coughs> yeah, you're yeah. the oh you're the, the, the Sandy Hook denier. You're less than me. I can hit you in the head with a baseball bat, like the Antifa people. That's how they think, because they see any other, like let's say Republican or a Trump supporter, they see them as less than who they are. Oh, I'm standing up for good because I'm an anti-fascist, which is I'm an anti-you, and I get to punch you in the face. <laughs> that's what they think, and that's dangerous. Fuck yeah, it is. Finished up that jam or Let's hear it. You got oh you got loudspeaker or no? Can we connect it over there or is it? Do I need to get up? No, you're good. You're good. Uh oh.
in Soviet Russia, there was these these uh, these people they called the the Cossacks, the Cossacks, I think, and they were like wealthy farmer landowner. They corn, they grew farm and all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah, and yeah, when, I know, I know and when the about. revolution happened, they were one of the first people that that the ideology came after. The rich landowner, look at all that land. Why do y'all have all that land? And we hear that sort of stuff today. The rich, the one percenters, the blah, yeah. blah, blah, the billionaires and the millionaires. What's different about them? They have money and or whatever. Like, no, their value is still the same as even the lowest of us. Because we want to see ourselves as an equal, but when we start isolating certain people, the rich or whatever, dude, the 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 kulaks, they came after them first. They took their lands, you know. They uh they just they the government started running the farms, so they took all the landowners, arrested them, took all their property, and then the government brought in workers, you know, because when we're government workers, they send us wherever they need us yeah. to go, you know. So when you hear people talking about guaranteed government jobs. Yeah, in the fields, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, you want that? You know what I'm saying? It's that. But they came after them first. And they were the... The reason why they were wealthy is because they knew how to produce corn and all yeah. these things. But now the experts were all gone in jail. And these government workers who really didn't know shit only... Oh, well, I, people who read books about farming think they know how to farm. But the actual farmers who had been there for generations yeah, all got killed, taken man. away and got killed, got thrown yeah. in the gulags. Imagine and then they trying was... to read their freaking almanac. You know what I'm right? I mean, that shit's a skill, man. It's not. It's not something you learned in school and shit. You know, you learn about the, the 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 biology of the fucking vegetable and shit. You know what I'm saying? But growing it is a, is a different different skill. Cultivating it is a different skill, man. And how we were talking about how government doesn't run anything efficiently, same thing happened over there. They think they they thought they could run the farms, dude. There was a, a famine after that because they didn't know the land. They didn't know what the yeah, land, exactly. what the what the farmers knew. Yeah, they didn't know what soil, what what to what to yeah. grow oh, in what and, soil. And what, well, it's not that because they could probably see that, but but yeah, they don't know what's over overdoing something one way or the other yeah. and one bad crop mm-hmm. is is devastating you know it takes one one bad crop imagine two in a row yeah, yeah. there was famines yeah and so like they kind of last year probably around the beginning of the year it was a little bit of a topic not a big one but um you know in africa they were taking down in south africa they were taking people's land right and white people's pe- pe- land. White people's lands. Mm-hmm. They, they cultivated it, and and their president or whatever they have, uh, prime minister, whatever he is, said, "Yeah, you know, this is legal to for the blacks to go and take these these white farmers' lands." And and they cultivated these lands and from nothing. You know, nobody wanted this land because it wasn't worth anything. Yeah. Uh, they they tilled and turned it until you know made it profitable. And so it's kind of it's kind of the same story and. Uh, and then so these people they go and they they basically I mean brutalized and killed the families there if they didn't if they weren't able to run already and 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 kids mothers fathers everybody anybody in the house and uh, and and at, at free will because there was no law against it and and then now 
okay, you have the land. They don't know what to do with it. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't about that. It was about taking out some some underlying, you know, human freaking uh, hatred for, for... Yeah. For the white colonization of South Africa. I mean, a lot of something. things. Yeah, something. yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. And... and um, and it wasn't about the land. It wasn't about having your own and, and becoming a farmer all of a sudden. You know, you ain't, you're not going from a killer to a farmer, you know. When 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 <laughs> you give somebody, you know, it's just a natural thing. When you give somebody something, if somebody gives me something, it was, to me in my mind, it was free. It was given. So the value of it, it depending on it could be, you know, eh. But when you work for something, there's actually more value in that exact same thing because you had to earn, earn it, whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, I had to save a hundred bucks to buy this contraption. The The value of this contraption is, is worth way more than the hundred and way more than the one somebody would have given you because as the, because you earned it, you know what I'm saying? And that kind of has, yeah. that kind of has something. It's, 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 it's little examples like when we're, we're all men. We love cars. We buy a car and we hook it up. You know what I'm saying? We add shit to it. But when we sell it, we sell it for the price we think is what we earned on it. You know what I'm saying? But we invested in it. So we, we earned that. So it's like, nah, I want this. And then somebody comes and lowballs them and shit and tells them, no, well, I'm, I'll give you this. And then, well, because your parts don't mean anything, you know, that you put inside the motor or on the body work or anything like that. That's, 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 that's one thing, one way of like how I see it. Because... You see you the know, value in what, 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 what you, you yeah, you what, know, what you, you put you, into it or whatever. What, what right? is that word? Um, and you can't always get it out of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. really cares Nobody, about the exactly. you put, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, so it, it's that's like why here. people put in quality things so that you can kind of point it out and oh yeah, that's a yeah. quality yeah. freaking uh, that's uh, Canaan filter or something, you know, or whatever. Yeah, so you know you have to be able to show that. Yeah. outright because nobody cares about the the cuts on your fingers and the blood yeah, sweat and the tears. blood and sweat tears put into it but but you do and and you want to get extract some of that out uh-huh. but but you know most people know that it's it's kind of like you really can't yeah and it's the truth because it doesn't matter to anybody else yeah unless that person just wants it he wants it he'll pay whatever that's that's something different you know i watch these car shows and stuff and that's that's exactly what they do they're like uh, it's cool. I don't. I don't want it. I'll give you this for this because I'm all I'm gonna do is take the motor out and and put my put my twist on it. And That's sit. what everybody does. And, and, and it's kind of like a house. Like, yeah. People fix their houses up before they sell it. Why? I mean, just standard fine. That yeah. But the next person's gonna come in and they're gonna redo Cut it, it out, to yeah. their own liking. Type, yeah. You know. Okay, get it all nice. Uh-huh. But because the next person, they're gonna fix it up the way they like the way it. They want it's kind of like the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just whatever I buy the car, it, whatever. Because I don't know what, what I'm gonna, gonna do, do with it. They're they're going to hook it up real nice so that they can flip it for a bigger investment. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do with the cars and shit. You know, it's, it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck did we get here? <laughs> How did we get here? I'm trying to remember. That was a point. <laughs> oh, no, nah, man. I I like doing like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, that was legit. You know, I just touched on all kinds of shit, man. <laughs> it, 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 same way with our lands, man. Same way with our lands. Our lands are dry. They ain't shit. You know? We till it. Bring out the minerals. 
grow some flowers, grow some corn, whatever. <laughs> now the shit is worth something. Woo! I love it. And see, that, what you just said, that's what makes it property. Exactly. So land is available, like, in an, in our natural state, before anybody owns anything, land is free. Mm-hmm. And what makes this territory my land is that I fenced it off, yep. I tilled it, I chopped some trees. So I put some work into this land that I claimed when, when whatever. And that what make, that's what make, that's what becomes, that's how it becomes property because you've put something into it you know while it's there let's say you never touch it i mean okay legally it's yours whatever but back in the day prior to to land titles and stuff it was like why is this your land uh sir well because i fenced it off and i grew some cattle blah blah blah. i trimmed it so that becomes property the work you put into something you know then you had your swords to protect your land if it's that far back see it's it's the same thing. You work, you earn money, and then you buy this table. So this table is yours because of your labor that you got paid for, you decided to purchase something property. Kind of similar to the land. You had to earn the designation of it becoming mine. I had to plant some seeds or whatever mm-hmm. whatever you do, you know. But that's in its in its most natural state. And that's where value comes from. That's how money is possible because there is value in my corn that I grew. There's value in the cloth that you, I don't know, whatever it's called. Like in, and this is why I've always had an issue with the federal land grabs, you know, the how many acres they'll grab at a time Fucking and stuff uh, for whatever there. reason, mm-hmm. you know, for whatever conservation reason or whatnot and some of these can be legitimate you know people love national parks and things like that yeah um that's kind of against nature in certain ways you know uh the whole idea of the national park is a little bit uh weird to me because where does it end i mean they can keep taking and taking that, over that's, that's my, my, my over the yeah too. over the the just the thought of hey these these animals are multiplying and yeah and then you can't even shoot a wolf here and there you know what I'm saying oh yeah even if they're uh, threatening you yeah so and just a couple of uh, like we're from Texas and there's one million basically. 170 million acres in Texas. That's the total state acreage. 168,217,600 acres. So uh, the federal land ownership is at uh, basically 3 million acres. Of federal land. Of federal land. So, like, designated park. Like yeah, federal whatever. land acreage for whatever. You yeah, know, yeah. It, could, it could be set as the defense, you know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah, Certain the border. You never know. Actually, yeah, part right? of the border uh-huh. belongs to the yeah, Fed. So, so, I guess ours should be a little higher if you have a border with a foreign country, you know? Yeah. Uh, somebody like Alabama doesn't even have a million... But Alabama is a little bit more rural. What do they yeah. want over there? There's really, you know, and 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 they only have um, 
basically roughly 32 million uh, acres. So compared to our 170 area, you know. Um, so we're, we're obviously a big piece of chunk of land here. Uh, Texas is huge. I mean, uh, <laughs> look at California, 100 million acres. A acres of land? 100 million. That's big. And, and we had 80? 170. Uh, We're bigger than California? Yeah. Ah, what's yeah. up? Yeah. <laughs> Texas, baby. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Texas is the biggest state in the nation. We're like our outside country. We're like of, our own country. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then, then outside of Alaska. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Alaska is the biggest thing. Yeah. So Alaska, Texas, California. California yeah. That's right, baby. Texas. <coughs> so, Put the up. And California. <laughs> You know, obviously, they're going to have way more federal land because that's what they love. They love federal they government. They love so overwhelming so. government. Yep. So, compared to our 170 million to 3 million of federal land ownership, um, they have 100 million total acreage, a little over, and 45 million yeah, uh, so acres. Higher. A higher percentage high, of the land, high. dude, is federally owned. That's way higher. Damn, dog. Our founding fathers are like, right now, they're just like, look at Alaska. 365 <laughs> million. Damn. Damn, look at this. Three times the size of, no, two times it's the size of, more, more like two and a half times yeah, the size yeah. of Texas. And their federal <laughs> land acreage obviously is going to be a lot too because of oil and oil, all that mm -hmm. defense from the overseas the russian like the pinch of russians yeah. now nah, we love our russian listeners hey uh how do you say drasvita svaka kak voy pushivaita harasho spasiva a boy baby so their federal land acreage is basically roughly at 225 million that's that's more than half of uh, Alaska. Um, but yeah, uh, it's under, it's 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 because it's kind of what Russia, they what they purchased it oil, for. You know what and, I'm saying? Yeah, what yeah. They, you know, it, it was like a, a defensive. It was a purchase. Mm -hmm. You know, so but we need to have bases and shit nearby. Because uh, you know, fucking Russia. I mean, I don't know how their their uh, citizens felt about it. You know. Uh, getting bought out and, and and i'm sure a lot of them were happy because hey you're joining the united states of america it's not such a bad thing in the world but <laughs> and you want to hear you want to hear something interesting well you know so i believe in uh in a, a manifest destiny so uh i think it was president polk when when we did the louisiana purchase the idea was we want to have this whole territory that goes from ocean to ocean for protection i mean the big picture was of course you could protect your you're on the ocean and ocean that's net natural defensive protection yeah. against enemies and stuff like that maybe it wasn't planned out that way i kind of see it as a bigger picture and so we call it like manifest destiny and and president polk said no we're gonna own all this land so we did the louisiana purchase and then we had a, a, a that war with mexico was fighting over like what they wanted over Texas at the same t it was kind of around the same time when Texas wait which one was it first the independence uh when they were it was right around the same time when they were trying to fight for their independence 
but the the thing was so we had a battle with mexico and when when we was after we after. actually took over not took over but we landed our troops in on the coast in the in the gulf and we went through the north and we took we basically took over their country and at that same time mexico's government had dissolved and president polk sent people over to make some kind of deal like hey all we want is this territory we're gonna pay you two million dollars or something like that for from texas all the way to california and and okay the new government the intern government said okay to america made a deal but see while that deal was going on there was some beef between the guy that the president sent and president polk had actually sent for the guy and said come back to Washington because you're not doing a good job or something. Yeah, yeah. That guy said, no, no, he knew that he almost had a deal. And as soon as Mexico, they, as soon as they made that deal and signed the deal, so the message came back to the president, we got a deal. Oh, okay, good. And right after that, they discovered gold in California. That's, that's when the gold rush began. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the, look at the big pic, the whole picture as far as, what we are today, that moment of the deal being made, if he would have went back to Washington, that deal might have never been made and ain't no telling how our land would look. But since he said, fuck this, I almost got a deal. He stayed, he, he, he worked it out with the government of Mexico. He made the deal, came back home, and about a week later, two weeks later, they discovered gold in California. America went, yeah, boom. Crazy. Yeah, skyrocketed. Boom. And see, I see that as big picture things. We are what we are today because of these particular moments that happened in time yeah. that that had to happen in a particular way for it to have worked out this way. Hello. You know what I'm saying? Manifest destiny, baby. <clears throat> I believe in that wholeheartedly. Let me show you something right quick. Kobe. Yes, sir. Aristotle Ethics, The Law, Frederick Bastiat, that's the one I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. He's the one that said about the politicians being, oh, y'all know everything. You vote for me. You're smart. You're independent. But when I become a politician, then I know what's good for you. Now you don't know shit. That's, this is the guy right here, Frederick Bastiat. All right, what else we got in here? Let's see. Uh, the Trial of Socrates. Ah, dude. The Trial of Socrates. I read, I read part of that. So it's actually called The Four Dialogues because he has talks. He has four yeah. different dialogues with his friends. Um, is One uh, is Euthyphro, then the Apology, uh, then Crato and Phaedo. Uh -huh. uh, I highly, highly, highly recommend The Apology by Socrates. And the apology is, it talks about his trial. Uh, so he went to trial. We mm -hmm. talked about that before on the show. He went to trial, and and this covers the trial, what he said at the trial, and and after he went to jail prior to him taking the poison because he was sentenced to death. So this covers that part. Read that book. Right before the trial, the trial, and then from the sentence to the death amazing beautiful beautiful amazing like Socrates in my mind was Whoa. like a prophet uh -huh. was a prophet of God even though 
he wasn't part of the Christian religion or the Jewish religion. No, God sent him because his message was so important. And that is why we still read about him today. That is why we still talk about Socrates and the Socratic method. Mm -hmm. Because what he brought to the world is so important. And there is no reason. I mean, that is why we still talk about exactly. him today. Because of his ideas. Exactly. They the stand ideas. the test of time. And, and that is why. Because, and in my mind, it's like he is like a prophet of God. Mm -hmm. Because what he says is so, it, it, almost so perfect. Now, people can find faults in what he says. People, you know, he has his critics. Uh, but when I step away, I see it like almost perfect what he said. Because all of this was theory. It was, you know, he, he when he talked about these ideas, he was talking about them theoretically. Because at the beginning, uh, uh, so this is the apology. But at the beginning of, of Plato's Republic, it's a dialogue between Socrates and some of his friends. And they start talking about law and this and that. And then he says, you know what? Let's look at a theoretical city. What do we need? And then they're like, well, let me see. We need some kind of government structure. Okay. So how many people is that? And he starts asking questions like this. So him and his friends, and, and it's a theoretical city. Well, we need uh, somebody who's like a police department. We need a taxing. Okay. And what about, um, do we need a... A rancher? Do we need a, a ironsmith? Okay, yes, we do. Yes, we do. So they start building this city, this theoretical city. And they go through the whole building of this theoretical city from its from its nothing to who's going to make the laws. Mm -hmm. And what about war? You know what I'm saying? Oh, prime example, this so is what I want to show you right here in this book. From this part down to the ending of that. Read that. My buys are freaking you, that's, that's right on the point. Let me see. I'm sorry, my eyes are blurry. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. And the gods are in the same case. As if you imply they quarrel about just and unjust. And some of them say they... They wrong one another, and others of them deny this. For surely neither God nor man will ever venture to say that the doer of evil is not to be punished. And you don't mean to tell me that? That is true, Socrates, in the main. But they join issue about particulars. And this applies not only to men, but to the gods. If they dispute at all, they dispute about some act which is called into question, and which some affirm to be just, others to be unjust. Is that, is that not, not true? true? Quite true. Did Socrates... And, and see, like I was saying a minute ago, is his words are what live on the 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 ideal is so strong that there is nothing i think anybody could have ever done to shut him up because they wanted to shut him up yeah and see there wouldn't be a justice they they wanted they wanted to shut him up so they tried him some kangaroo court uh -huh. they found them guilty 
and send them to the death. That'll shut them up. Two thousand years later, twenty five hundred years later, we're still reading about Socrates. So they failed. Evil failed in that instance. And we can dig into different situations across time where it's something like that, where where you know we'll generalize it as evil tried to win, but good eventually won. Maybe not at the moment because the people lost Socrates. Yeah. But see, he had a he had a student, Plato, and yep. see. We still read about Plato. They had the idea. You know what I'm saying? It's there. So Socrates lived on through Plato, but even in their even in their in attempt to silence him because that's what they didn't like about him was him ask, asking questions and having people think for themselves instead of listening to the government. Exactly. What the government was telling them, he was telling them, no, 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 exactly. think for yourself. And how do we think for themselves? Yep. How would he do it? He would have meetings like this. Where they would just talk about different situations and explore those ideas, you know, and that's what he was good at, and that's what the government didn't like about him, and that is why they wanted to get rid of exactly. him. Exactly. But see, they failed because yeah, we are prime example because of that. Right here, we are still reading about Socrates. Right. I'm not done yet. Woo. <laughs> 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 what do we got here? Oh, the Dhammapada. Look. The Buddhist, Buddhist teachings, bro. Ah, oh, dude. This is my joint right here, man. Dude, this is like Proverbs and the Sermon of the Mound. Like, if you put those two things together and kind of mix them up and that little bit of China, like... That's what this is. Oh, bro. <sighs> so much wisdom. 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 Wisdom is like a gift from wisdom the gods yeah. or God, whatever you believe. Wisdom is from somewhere else. That's something that's greater than us. And the Buddha it, he, uh, accomplished enlightenment and he was granted wisdom. And the Dhammapada really shows it in his words. I mean, you just go through these words and they're perfect. You know, how do we know when something is real? When it's perfect when there's no nothing we could bring against certain words you know like some of the stuff jesus said it's just like there's nothing you can say to break down that particular sentence or whatever right because it is so right you know and when you read something like like for instance this or the sermon of the mount or proverbs or the wisdoms of, of solomon you see these words that are just like, wow, you know? So these words hold so much power because they are so perfect, you know? And 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 there's something in that, something about it, you know? Because it's just the idea itself or something like that. Words are powerful this because is they, they're, they're back with an idea. The Buddha. The Buddha was... Uh, the enlightened one. All right, this is my last final one. Ah, oh, nigga, Plato's Republic. Ooh. Right here, see? Plato's Republic. Yes, sir. I need to go back through here and mark up some stuff. I got some stuff marked up. Oh, interesting. Check this out, see? You're gonna like you're gonna like this too. Los, watch out. Okay, so 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 Marxism, right? So Karl Marx has the uh, Communist Manifesto. Him and a guy named uh, Friedrich Engels wrote this Communist Manifesto. I have a copy of it. I should have brought it. Anyhow, 
they have this idea of a utopian people owned uh, so the communists want to own industry like they think that everybody should be an owner of let's say GM everybody should be an owner of American Airlines that's what the communists think so they wrote this book and and when you read when you understand the, the communist manifesto you see some things that he says that that um, Karl Marx says is that he understands that in so see they talk about the higher class right they're always talking about millionaires and billionaires right the upper class and then the middle class and then you have this other class down here the the poor and all this stuff right so 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 Karl Marx says he understands that he, the rich people if you take everybody's money in this area here the middle class if you take let's say we pool all our money together there's more money here in the middle class than in the upper class. So see, these millionaires have money, shitload of money, yeah. but there's more money here, here in in the regular folk because there's more regular folk with fifty thousand dollars a year, whatever. But fifty thousand, fifty thousand, fifty thousand, fifty thousand times a million times two, three, four, five, ten million people is more money than Bill Gates put together with whoever over here. There's a lot of money here, but here there's more money than here. The political types want to separate us. They want to attack this guy. But see, Karl Marx knows that the power is here in the middle class. That's where most of the money is. In, play, in, in, um, in the Republic, he speaks out. Um, Socrates is talking about how he, he actually pointed that out in the Republic. He's... In, while he's he's talking, I have it marked. Let me see if I can find it. Este, while he's talking, he's talking about there's more power in the mass that sits in the middle, not the hierarchy of rich industry, whoever. Yeah, but I don't think that has all to do with uh, because of the money. You know, it also is numbers. You know, what I'm number. Yeah, yeah, numbers overall I mean, looking. Because, you know. Yeah, because. Uh, gonna take a lot of motherfuckers to get to to the hundred billion fucking Jeff Bezos is worth. Jeff, yeah, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Bezos is worth a lot. Hundred twenty fucking billion. Cause, or something. Cause see, in the end, these these uh these leftist type, let's say oh. people who want to govern, how they always want to raise taxes, but they their eventual plan is to raise taxes on everybody, even the regular people, because they know that's where most revenue is going to come in to them. The government, who gets to spend it however the fuck they want, they give themselves raises. They got, see what I'm saying? Yep. It becomes a it becomes a swamp. It becomes a a creature in itself, because when these suckers are long and gone, the bureaucracy exists. The rules and the behavior within these bureaucracies continues because it gets passed on as people retire blah 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 and right. then people come in they get used to the system inside of the office of management of blah blah you know and it continues and it continues Damn. it's like a creature and, and, and that's I, I it know, and I, and I, I, I can see that you know yeah I can see it, how that how that would work and see there's writers back in the day like there's a guy called the Levi there's a book called the Leviathan, Leviathan. Um, and I think it's um, 
Yeah, you got your. Oh no, you don't have your phone. That's that. Anyhow, it it was like from the mid first century, I think, uh, oh. something like that. But it explains about governance and stuff, and it was, I think, uh, theoretical. Also, the guy that wrote it was kind of like theoretical governance and stuff. As that, but in in the story, it talks about how the government puts its tentacles in everything: healthcare, education, small business, aka, 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 and then they have they have this power and the stranglehold over industry and over society and medical and whatever powerful you know and see how much power you know like how much power are we willing to see right and it's like but it's uncontrollable like what do we do like what can we do we can't do shit, can't do shit. why they'll throw us in the fucking slammer exactly. <laughs> like real quick exactly. uh you trying oh yeah come here nigga <laughs> like real quick you're buying too much fucking shit too many masks come on you're going to jail and they'll take your property and everything. This is why it's important, man. Like, to try to stay aware, you know. And people watch the news and they try to stay as informed as possible. But we got to go beyond that. We got to go a little bit further than what's on the screen, you know. Even on our feeds. We Now, if somebody has a bunch of sources, good sources, good. You can get an idea of what's going on, you know. But it's like. Oh man, it's like when you say, um, I don't want to teach you what to believe. I want to teach you how to learn so that you can get to the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to tell you what the truth is and you just take my word for it. I want to build you to where you know how to, how how to, for you. Search and, and start mm-hmm. putting together to get to that. Kind of like where you figure it out yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so because if I truly believe in truth, then that would be more optimal to teach you how to search and find that because I know you're going to come to the same place as long as you're honest to that, that whole uh, 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 process. Yeah. So, and, and then, so what we are now a lot of uh, people, I don't know if it's majority or what, are are the ones now that are receiving all this information, but nobody ever taught them how to 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 learn. You know what I'm saying? Like how how to go about the process of learning and to decipher what is Instead the truth. Instead of just focusing on one thing. Yeah, and now they're just receiving all this shit, and they don't they don't even know how to process like to to. Basically, uh, what is that called when you rework something? When you uh, when you do it backwards, like and you they do, they construct. Yeah, it's it's a certain word, but um, it's not deconstructing. Oh, you're um, deconstructing it, but you're reverse engineering. Reverse engineering, yeah. right? There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so even if you see something right here, well, you can reverse engineer and and, and start breaking it down to go back to does it does it go back down to the foundational principles and then, and I should be able to go up and down that ladder and it, and it all makes sense, you know? And as soon as it doesn't, well, it doesn't meet the, the, the principles of, of what I learned how to assess and go through the process to find out, is this true or not, you know? But we don't even know how to do that, a lot of us, so we're receiving this information 
and and we're really going off of emotion more than than these foundational principles of of how we're supposed to get to the truth. Um, it's more emotion. It's like, oh, I believe this because it feels right because you know that's wrong. Like that's wrong. Like nobody should have to die. Shut down the economy for and, a year. And that's almost like a washing of your hands. Like. Mm -hmm. Hey, that's wrong. Whatever, like mm -hmm. I'm fine. I don't have to think about shit. Yeah, something like that. I have to go through the process of 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 knowing all the ramifications, or even knowing if if this data is correct or something. You know, cause see, that's exactly what Socrates wanted to do with his students is teach them the ways to question their own belief, mm -hmm. because he never told anybody what to believe. He was always a conversation like this. To where they kind of all come to an agreement. Yeah, that's probably the, the the correct thing about what we were talking about. And this is how he would do it. Of course, he had his ideas. But him questioning everything is what made him, what deemed him. One of the gods at Delphi actually said that he was the wisest man of all. And then when they asked, well, why is he the wisest? Well, because he knows that he doesn't know. Like, when you know that you're not sure, that you don't know, that's wisdom. Because then you say, I want to find out. Exactly. Let me try to find out because I don't know. I'm ignorant. It's a humility in some ways, in some senses. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it it's like, uh, um, dang, well, the humility for sure. But because you're questioning, you know? By questioning, that's how you're going to find stuff out. By saying, damn, could this possibly happen? Oh, well, let's look for some evidence. Well, so-and-so says this. Oh, they say this over here. Damn. And then you can come to a conclusion, you know what I'm saying? By by, by the questioning, you know? Mm -hmm. It's the only way you're going to learn. You have to ask questions. Yeah, it's like being a prosecutor and a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. hit yeah. hard on this side and hit hard on this side in, in your in yourselves, you know, and 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 argue it back back and forth, and and you know when one side gets the other, like ooh, you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying, like ooh, kill shots because because you know, the best story is gonna win, yeah. right? Yeah. So, damn, I need to make yeah. evidence, actors, you know, the all the world's a stage. William Shakespeare said, you know. Evidence, perfect, you know, professionals in the, the dynamics of the bullets and Kalachinga. Look at the show I've presented to you, a uh, group of 12 people who are going to decide the fate of this person. And then the defense tries to do the same, you know, and whoever puts on the best show or the best performance, you know, in a general sense, metaphorically, almost, that's the, is who wins. Damn, dude. And it's kind of odd, you know, so, so like an ant, an ant farm, an ant hill, that's the, or a troop, I don't know, what do they call the tribe? <laughs> they're, they're like, they're like in a drone, they're like, what is the system called? You know, like they all work for the queen. What is that system called? Um, Cause in one sense, each ant is a drone because it's part of a larger system. The ant, the queen, 
the messages, hey, go get food, okay, we'll go get food. Hey, go look for blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? There's a, there's a name for this system. Let's see if I can remember it. But anyhow, uh, look how, look how, um, look how uh, <clears throat> society almost acts like the same hive mentality. Same thing with bees. The bees are similar. They got a queen and they all behave similar and they follow the queen's orders. Whatever it is. Food, blah, this, that. Look how society reacts almost similarly. The queen says, hey, stay home. And all the drones and all the drones uh, capitulate and stay home. That's kind of odd. I mean, but but we can see because since we know that everything is everything, and this is thesis, and you know who this is. This, since everything is everything, when we see a hive mentality, whether it's bees or ants or, or, or whatever these other insects that live in these type of societies, you know, and then you compare that behavior that you see in Mother Nature to the behavior that we see here uh, uh, presently. Uh, something happens on the news. There's a new crisis. There's a new this, this, that. And then the hive reacts uniformly. That's odd. I mean, I, I, I'm still like pondering it. Like I have no, I'm still working through it. But wow, we react almost the same way a beehive reacts or a ant, uh, ant farm or whatever yeah. colony reacts. And it's weird because the message comes from the authority, like in the ants is the queen and the bees is the queen. They met whatever the message is. Here, do this. And the hive reacts. The ants react. Same thing. Ah, oh, dude, it's, it's just, wow, it's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. Behavior in nature that simulates, that replicates itself in different forms. In the insect world. Ooh, I don't the know. Structure. Maybe in birds. You know how when the birds are all flying, like in big packs, and then they turn? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't that's beautiful. That's uniform. I wonder if it's like, is there a leader? You know, they, they, I'm sure they have some sort of hierarchy. Probably, I have no idea. That nigga been waiting all his life to be at that front. Yeah, <laughs> angry bird yeah. ass nigga. Uh, <laughs> and then he's like, check this out. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Like, what's that nigga? Nah, 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 <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> that's beautiful, yeah, it's man. Like sitting, and they just at the same time, the same time, the boom. And look. Nature and and see the way nature behaves with the hierarchy of the flock or whatever, right? There's a leader somehow. Our navy has copied that. Yeah, there's a leader in the formation exactly. of the whatever, right? Our jets turn. Mm -hmm. But see, in nature, there's the hierarchy, the guy in the front, and then he has his lieutenants. I'm sure the next two badasses who are probably next in line to be in the front are the next two guys. And they exactly. make like a triangle. Something. I'm sure I have no clue. But I'm sure there's something like that. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be absurd to think that they like that. Fly. You know? And ducks see, fly like, like, like look, that. look how humans arrange themselves too. Now we live in a modern society, so we see it a little bit not as sharp as let's say in the back in the day, like say with Indians. The tough, you know, the the wise becomes the leader of the tribe. Or the warrior, the general, the chief, those type of things. Uh, uh, but uh, but uh, as the among them, like this this idea rose, you know, and in nature is similar as the and 
and then we see, oh damn, I'm lost like a hoe. <laughs> but, you wanna any lecture or anything? Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, I do. As a matter of fact, Panther, you got some vodka? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I'll bring it. A little pinkly. Um, Appreciate that, man. I wanna, I don't know if y'all got time, but I wanted to uh, get a little quick different kind of topic on something. Yeah, let's do it. For your show? Yeah. Yeah. Little movies kind of, or cinema kind of, you know, different. I just want to talk about a couple of little actors in, 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 yeah. in movie things. Yeah, uh, let's do it. Get a drink, I'll twist one, one up. Something. You want to go half uh, and half on a little, half and half yeah. on a little blizzy or what? Come on, our grandma. Oh, maybe, maybe a shot from the What? Some ice. Oh, look at them Jamaican niggas across the street, fool. Well, behind my house. Oh, yeah? I went and got a little. Some ganja? Yeah, about two. I guess it's a. I already rolled up a blunt, but I guess it's like a grand. I got two grams. I need to go in the hole, man. Tell my man. Go get some guns up for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way them niggas talk, guy. Uh, he's cool, dream, man. And, oh, and he's a musician, too. So they, 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 play, they play shows and they play reggae. What? Yeah, I seen oh, him a few times, dope, dude. Man, that's fucking dope. I took my homegirl Sonia one time, dude. So in the hood right there by our neighborhood, there's this little place. They have, like, some African picture. Like, it says something on there, like, Rasta man, I don't know what the fuck. But anyway, it's like a little warehouse, but right there by my house, and and in the back they had a stage and they had a party. And he's like, "Come on, tell me you gotta go see us. We're gonna perform tonight." So I told my homegirl, and we went. It was legit. Don't they had brew, nigga. They had a stage. My homeboy was jamming, dude. They were playing nice. reggae. They get down, bro. They get down. Oh, got the goose gray. You got some ice cubes, man? <laughs> damn, nigga, nah. <laughs> Look at this. Damn, nigga brought bottles. Damn, nigga brought bottles. Hey. Brought bottles. Pop nigga, nigga, pop bottles. How are you going to set, how do you set yours up? All right, on to the real, real. Simulcast. Now we just uh, came over from Studio A over there at uh, Jay Marie's thesis podcast. Everything is everything, and uh, Uh moved on to Studio B over here. Totally different. Totally different surroundings. Uh, More therapeutic over here. It's a little rough over there. It's a lot of jagged edges. Everything's hard, cold, and still. <laughs> over here, we got more cushiony uh, Corinthian leathers and, <laughs> and uh, hardwood uh, countertops and all these kind of amenities. But uh, so you're here on, um, on Mind of Mankind. And I just wanted to talk about something a little different. I mean, just more of an entertainment uh, kind of podcast real quick. Uh, I like to kind of um, compare 
movies and and actors and things like that and and see you know if we can come to kind of a a a, um, a who's better a who's a better actor and what's a better movie uh, maybe we can come to a consensus there's three of us today so we'll go over a couple my first one is a movie two gangster movies if you want to say Donnie Brasco or, oh, shit. or Carlito's Way. Oh, <laughs> Dude. Uh, so, I got Jay Marie here. I got my, my homie Los. If you've heard him before. I got another podcast we just did talking about some stuff. Check it out. Uh, but Donnie Brasco or Carlito's Way. What do you think? Oh. <laughs> Uh, you couldn't have made it harder. <laughs> they're two. They're two. Uh, I guess like you can put them in a gangster category, but they're they're both different. Um, to Danny me, Brasco, Danny Brasco. Like Carlito's yeah. way has a has a sense of a love kind of story too underlying there, and um, Donnie Brasco not so much. Yeah. Wow. Like, I think I, I would put Donnie Brasco one of my all time because. Both Al Pacino and Johnny Depp were superb, man. And the story itself, the writing, the directing, it, I think to me it was like, it's just like a classic, instant classic. Yep. Carlito's Way, though, has its own flavor. There's yeah, like two own, different yeah. flavors, and they're both hardcore. Like, if you like gangster, then you know you like both of them. But damn, which one would be? I think I, I got to marinate on it for a couple minutes. Yeah, so what do you, yeah. what do you say, Los? Hey man, Donnie Brasco, man. I, I love, I love. Oh, straightforward straight. to the point. Donnie Brasco, man. Donnie Brasco. Donnie Brasco. I think it's because he used to wear a Donnie Brasco jacket uh, back in the day. Uh, <laughs> you did. The yeah, yeah. Wouldn't have a picture of Donnie in the back. <laughs> think on the back of the jacket. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, dang. Little brown leather, you know. Dang. But uh, yeah, both Al Pacino movies. Al Pacino's role on there was, was um, amazing. Sometimes I think it's almost like the the part of life you're you're at in your life. If uh, I didn't necessarily think as highly, I mean, I knew it was a good movie, Carlito's Way. Uh, the first couple times I seen it, but I don't know. I think I was at some point in my life uh, a couple of years ago. I watched it uh, probably about two years ago now, and and it and it was a lot better than. I ever had ever seen it. I don't know. You could say it was the me sitting at home or whatever I was doing. Maybe that was different. That's interesting. But but yeah, I was like, wow, this that was. I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad I sat there and watched it. Yeah. You know, because um, I was like, well, I already seen this, but I watch it. But it it affected me a lot more, and I, and I and I really enjoyed it a lot more for some reason. But um, yeah. As far as you know, making a. a, a kind of definitive uh, stance or opinion. I, I think I'll probably go with Donnie Brasco also. Um, I guess all, all the way through the movie is 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 top notch, I think. Um, Carlito's Way is, is a great, great movie. Um, I'm not too into some of the love aspects, but I can see how 
that is a big part of it. And I think, you know, man, that's a hard decision to, to have to change your life. And, and we all been there where, how, how Al Pacino, see, I'm kind of changing my mind here and there because, <laughs> because, because right. uh, Carlito had to make some choices that we all have to make in life, you know? And, and, uh, yeah, so it's totally different stories, man. You know? And it's hard. And see, so right now I'm thinking about it. Okay. And I see, okay. So when I think about Donnie Brasco, I'm thinking about two leading roles. It's not like the story of one person. It's really the story of two people, Lefty and Donnie. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. the story arc is following two arcs. Yeah. Where in Carlito's way, it's, mo it's just him, really. The love and the whatever's happening on the sides, okay. But so in the story itself, is more. it's a more complicated story in Donnie Brasco because we're following two story arcs compared to, I think, in, in Carlito's way, which is one. But it's a great story, though, because... Because whatever happened, you know, never mind the second Carlitos well, way that they made. Roscoe, it's, it's, it's three. It's Al Pacino, Donnie, and Lefty. Wait, Al Pacino is well, it? Lefty, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm thinking of what's his name? Uh, Man well, Manson? And Manson? And let, me, let me give a little love to Carlitos way in this way, too, because I feel like it had one of the best antagonists. Danny Blanco yeah. from the Bronx. Like, that's Johnny, yeah. that's an antagonist if you ever had see, one. So, I mean, that's pretty... I mean, that's pretty street. You know what I'm saying? Street. Like, you can you can feel and see that, dude. That's you know what I'm saying? It, that's my favorite John Leguizano character. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I that haven't was, been that, a big... That was a uh, instant. Like, yeah. everybody so knows as, who Danny Blanco is. He's not is. as big name as, as Johnny Depp, you know, next to an Al Pacino. But, but that role was... Uh, pretty great yeah, he man. played he did really and, good on it and see here's here's what's hard about this and comparison what's his name little little dude what's his name? and here's the hard part Louis, about this comparison Louis. is because the the His, backstory uh, homeboy the backstory of Car end. of carlitos oh, right. Turned is on him what's that dude's name Carlito's home, little homeboy, what was his name? Pachanga. Pachanga. Yeah, oh, yeah, Pachanga. Yeah. Uh, so I was saying, so look, in, in Carlito's way, his backstory seems really interesting. Like, hell yeah, I'd love to see some more of that story because he was hooked yeah. up with the big timers back in, the day back in the day before he went to prison. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we, we got so a lot of homies that are like that's that. An out interesting, here in real life. That's an interesting story there in itself. Yeah. And then also on this side, Donnie Brasco, that's a really say, interesting story. So I'm gonna say, you know, I'm gonna still say Donnie Brasco. I'm gonna say uh, Donnie. Just just spitting the game out there, you know, and and all the way through uh, um, a good movie, and uh, I, and I'll always be left with that that image of uh, Lucky leaving his. His his rings and his uh, jewelry yeah. and that no, always no, no. yeah just knowing you and, no. and, and that's one of the that's hard, hard, that's most hard hardcore he took it like a man one of the most hardcore saying. scenes so let's go ahead and move on uh, I think we got a consensus here of yeah. Donnie Brasco Donnie Donnie Brasco Donnie. Um, so this one's a little uh, kind of random old like school eighties yeah. early nineties feel whatever um, Michael J Fox. Oh! Or, and, and this might wait. I don't know. I, I don't know if these are a perfect kind of anti complimentary or whatever. Uh, but the other one is Corey Haim. So, 
kind of two old school guys. You can kind of dig deep. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna rely on uh, uh, Carlos's help here for the phone since I'm recording on mine. If maybe you can kind of look up uh, these two guys and and we can get a little more in depth of of their catalog. So I know for sure since I'm a pretty big Michael J. Fox fan. So we all know he did Family Ties, which is was on like on network TV. Great. And uh, and then. Of course, he did the Back to the Future series, which were amazing, amazing. and I love so much. <laughs> now, he interesting that the that the comparison is with Corey Haim, because I think I can recall maybe one or two mm. movies with him, and and then that I'm not even certain. Yeah, I would have to probably Google it. It's probably yeah. more, yeah, maybe yeah, see, uh, I'm, I'm myself, because big... I'm I'm. I'm a big fan of both yeah. actors. Uh-huh. Uh, I've seen just about every movie Corey Haim did. I've seen just about every movie Michael J. Fox did. Yeah. But off the top, Michael J. Fox. Yeah. And that's, see, that's, I, I, that's why I said from the top, I said I didn't know if this was necessarily a, a kind of a underdog against the heavyweight champion of the world. And it's like, uh, but at the same time, I thought he had a fighter's chance. You know what I'm saying? Because... And maybe that's more me being a, a nostalgic and stuff, because I do have some movies that, and, and and things that I like. Um, um, there was a, there was a lot of old movies that I was a kid and I grew up watching, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, Goonies, you know, and and. Uh, oh, so we mean, well, so who, which one was Corey Haim on the Goonies? The uh, uh, the, the, the mouth kid. No, the that's main. Corey he was he was the main. That was the main kid. Yeah, that he was, was the, yeah, he was pretty much the main actor. Oh, uh, okay. And uh, and then you know, I mean, you got let. I guess what you can say. I knew that Michael J. J. Fox would have the more heavyweight hitter money makers <laughs> with, with the Teen Wolf yeah. and the Back to the Future. You already know. Oh, uh, Teen Wolf! You, know, you, you already know Teen off Wolf. the bat that Teen these Wolf. are that these Shit. are like the big money hitters. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But but I mean. I, I, I think pull up some Corey Haim and, and um, what movie is it Corey Haim? I, I like I like the Lost Boys. I like well, um I like one, one, Lost, Boys. Was Lost Boys. I Lost like, Boys was the shit. One thing yeah. I want to correct is Corey Haim was not in the Goonies. In the Goonies. Okay, my bad. Okay. Yeah, I was. He kinda, was the Lost Boys. Yeah, I was kinda, yeah that's Lost correct. Boys. Um, okay. um, but yeah, Lost Boys, the two. Boys. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm thinking of of Austin. What's his name? Yeah, yeah. yeah so so yeah. Rudy. But Sean Austin, Sean Austin, that's um, his name. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's his name. And and you know, like I guess I I did used to watch some of those teen movies back in the day where where he was uh, Lucas the little nerd. Oh, he was or, Lucas. He was Lucas, and, yeah. And, right, all right. And and, and he he has Lucas, some other ones with the with the uh, the vampire kids. Um, yeah. License to Drive. Yeah, License to Drive, and and uh, the best movie he ever made though was The Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah. best movie. Lost Dude, Boys wasn't the Lost Boys the shit back in the yeah. day? My favorite horror movie. And, and he like made that. good horror movies. Several bullets. <laughs> so, Michael J. Fox, Bludgeons, Bludgeons, Corey Haynes. Yeah, big time, baby. Michael Michael back Fox to the future. Great Scott! Rest in peace, though, Corey Haynes. Yeah, you rest know. in peace, Corey. Cheers. Um, all know, right. And speaking of cheers, we're going to go straight to a sitcom Uh-oh. battle here. Cheers. Cheers. What? And and it seems like maybe uh you know maybe this might be lopsided. I'm not too sure. I mean, 
I haven't even made my decision on most of these. I just I just wrote them down real quick. Uh, something. So, um, cheers against Roseanne. Oh, wow. That's, That's a tough one. Um, it's a tough one. Roseanne but, has, um, has, 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 you know, Roseanne has pumped out some, uh, some, some heavyweight shows, man. Some seasons that did the whole family was able to sit around and look at. Cheers um, was always more comedic. Yeah, Cheers was a little more. It could be a little more adult kind of persuasion, if if you want to say. Um, I'm I'm going with Roseanne. Um. Yeah, I mean. Well, honey, I Cheers have. has some heavy hitters I love, I love as far Cheers. As, yeah. as actors. And see, you know? and here, here's to me, like, I'm seeing it, I'm molding it over. So, like, Cheers is a, so, it's like an intelligent comedy type yeah, situations that are exactly. like, ah, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, intelligent. Mm-hmm. Roseanne was more like kickback, ah, motherfucker, yeah. type comedy it, it, you know it's more family oriented so there's a huge separation there and yeah. they both created some great content yeah. no they're both great but that's yeah, the thing see. that's the thing and where, this is what what kind of yeah. them at. and this is even what the mind of mankind does too because what's in the mind like do you gear more towards a, mm-hmm. a social kind of regular everyday life circumstances uh, uh trying to run a business and then losing your your like, business uh like like uh, you know, uh, Roseanne, like on Roseanne, or, 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 you know, you do have the business aspects of Cheers running a bar, and there would be episodes of that. You know, wish I, I could go through some of the episodes, cause, but there it's was a, episode, I don't right? think I watched those. It has, it has an yeah. all-star cast that you cannot go wrong with. I mean, every everybody in there mm-hmm. has a purpose on the show, so the show lasted so long because for that reason the writers the, the characters knew exactly how to keep these characters with major roles yeah. and, and and throughout the whole time they're just sitting at the bar and you know interesting it's weird because they're both relatable but, 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 to yeah. a lot of people so but, the bar where you hang out you make friends who, the, of other people who hang now, out now, regularly now i'm gonna give you my opinion as to far as why i'm i'm going gearing toward roseanne is because you just have a family. You don't even have this big cast. You just have a family. There are probably no more than 10 actors throughout the mm-hmm. whole time the show has been on. Yeah. So this is that's why I geared more towards that because it, mm-hmm. it just had this small cast. Nobody was a no... Everybody was a nobody except for John Goodman and Roseanne. You know, and special guest appearances mm-hmm. and shit like that. So... The content that they had on there was actually really good, family-oriented, comedic. Yeah. It's like, uh, who would have thought that... I was going to say, who would have thought that Woody Harrelson would have been the biggest actor to come out of there? Exactly. And, and then I thought of, well, John Goodman is pretty good, too. Like, he has yeah. some stuff, too. Like, man, who is that? John Goodman or Joseph Woody can't Harrelson? can't forget about old, old dude who is the voiceover on Toy Story. I see. So the question, I I would. Who's that? The um, mailman. See the, oh, I can't think of his name. Oh, that's him. That's his voice. Um, oh. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have any like uh, any other shows or acting. Well, he came out. Well, he came out on a. 
What's that? What's well, that called? Classic movie. Nothing as much as as Woody Harrelson. Right, right. Oh, okay, yeah. But he's in three big then, blockbusters. And then even John Goodman is, uh, you know, Woody's hardcore. When Woody comes out on something, you know, you, you know, you're gonna Woody get, the, you know, you're gonna get some man. good. I fucking you know? love Woody Harrelson. Okay, so as far as the question, I want to say Roseanne too because it's more relatable as a family. Like you explained it when you were breaking it down. That's that's probably how I would yes. I would I would lean toward Roseanne okay. because of that. Yeah, because uh, we can all relate to the bar, but and you know there's some love stuff going on, whatever's going on at the bar. But in the family, it's different because you see the dynamic between the children and the parents exactly. and the grandparents and the whatever's going on in the neighborhood. Exactly, I like that. So yeah. Cheers. I'll I'll uh, say that you know, I, I thought maybe you could have been a a uh, the the heavyweight champion. You almost and, made it. But um. You know, Sam Malone was one of the first playboys of my exactly. young, him, him. young learnings. And, and he gets props for yeah. Pimpin. And, 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 and that's why I would go for Cheers because mm-hmm. of the relationship. And, and, and of course, you know, who doesn't like to yell Norm when somebody walks in a exactly. bar? And uh, and they always had the same seat, and it's just him and the mailman, Cliff. Yep, you know, exactly. but okay, so Roseanne, Roseanne. bludgeons them three to zero. Yep. Zero. Um, Big old fat. Yeah, because I'll, I'll go baby. with Roseanne too. Yeah, I didn't. Right. Wa- I watched both uh, really closely at times, but I don't think I watched them at the same time. They were they were just different parts of my life. Yeah. Uh, one of them that I got real quick is Sigourney Weaver against Jamie Lee Curtis. The the women battle right here between for actressing supremacy sigourney weaver against jamie lee curtis interesting interesting wow we got uh sigourney weaver of course you know you got some aliens you got uh uh what else i I know she's done a couple comedies yeah done some comedies and stuff man um jamie lee curtis got halloween and terminator so all right, I'm going with the uh, Sigourney Weaver off the top. I love Jamie Lee Fox. She's fine as I mean, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. She's fine as fuck. Um, <laughs> but Sigourney, 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 Sigourney tops. Uh, Carlos is so horny for Sigourney. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sigourney. What do you oh, look, you got what one right here. Say? Is that me? That's you right there, dog. Okay. Yeah, what do you okay, say? so uh, let me yeah, just Sigourney. think. I'm going Sigourney. Let me think out loud. Let's Sigourney Weaver and see if there's not something we're missing. Yeah, because yeah, I, 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 I do like her next All I can think uh, is aliens. When I think of Sigourney, yeah. all I think is aliens. I can't think of okay. anything else. Did oh, she come she's out first? Uh, Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise. Uh, okay, I ain't seen She that. came out next to my girl Jennifer Love uh, in a little comedy. She little, did Avatar? You know. Uh, okay, she did Avatar. I wasn't a big fan, but okay. I, I'll give her some credits. Okay, and then, so then I think Jamie Lee Curtis. The last thing that I saw, and it was very recently, Jamie Lee Curtis was, was a heavyweight off was, the top. Yeah. Was the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger, the action movie? Yeah, Terminator. Uh, oh, no. True Lies. I love Wait, True Lies. Oh, True Lies. True Lies is true the shit. Yeah. That's yeah, what I love. Yeah, true Lies. And that was in, that was fun. And but okay, but other than that, I don't know what else has she done, dude. Halloween. Halloween. Oh, oh Halloween. that's right. That's right. Halloween. She's the that's main her, Halloween. That's her main keep shit. saying Terminator. Who's that chick? What's that chick? That's name? um. Uh, Linda. Linda. Linda Hamilton. Hamilton. Oh, Linda. Right. Yeah. So, she used to be the uh, wife of. Dude, I had so no, much hope for her. Uh, okay, let's not get off topic. Yeah. So we're thinking. We're thinking Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm, I'm going Sigourney Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, All right, so we got. Damn it! So I forgot we, we she was got, in Trading Places, 19 fucking 
Oh, she was With the hooker. Dan Aykroyd, she, she was, was the hooker. The hooker. And 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 okay. she was the pretty woman before the pretty woman. Yeah, Freaky Friday, right. my girl. Friday, okay, okay. Fish called Wanda. Oh, Fish called Come Wanda on. was good Wanda. back then. Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, perfect. Uh, with the uh, Travolta and all the Halloweens and Christmas with the Cranks. I love Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, that's a, okay, I love Christmas okay. with the Cranks. Now this is a good one. This is a good one. Now you got me thinking. But okay. But now I'm gonna go back to Sigourney. Okay. Now I'm gonna bring up her credits. All aliens, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, Avatar. Oh, those some heavy hitters, man. Galaxy Quest, another fucking heavy hitter. What the fuck? Now let me keep going. This is the thing. That's what you choose. Exactly. Um, Heartbreakers with fine ass Jennifer Love, huge tits. My ex wife. <laughs> um, I I have you not. Gorillas in the mist. I have you not. Yeah. yeah. See, we fight over her. You uh, know what I'm saying? I'll let. I'll, okay, you can have a piece of it. Let me have the other half. Do not sold her name. Gorillas in the mist. For your own good. What's that? Gorillas in the mist. Gorillas okay, in the mist. Gorillas in the mist. Barney Weaver. Then you got Dory. Finding Dory. Okay. Ghostbusters okay. 2. Dory. Working Girl. Wow. Chappie. Chappie. Okay. She was in Chappie. I've never seen Chappie. Huh. I, I like Chappie. Chappie yeah. Okay, so let's see. Uh, let's take a vote I'm then. I'm going Jamie Lee Curtis still. Wow. Oh. Snow White. She was in Snow White. I'm going. I think, I think True Lies pushes it over the top. Oh, you know? damn. Why'd you have to say that? Uh, kind of. Kind oh, of. Oh, Yeah. Okay, okay so you know what? That was a hell of a performance. Curtis. You know I what? You talked me into it. That was a hell of a performance. I say Jamie Lee Curtis, honestly, because it was such a huge performance that oh, that I love hugeness kind of outdoes a lot of this other stuff over here. Right. Who can forget how many times she's killed Michael? Mm. I mean, you know, so. So, yeah, I'm going with her. I, I concur Good with pick, you. Guys. Right, Good so, pick. we got one more real quick. It's Good uh, pick. to end this pod. And these, I'm going towards the director, producer, creator um, challenge here. Uh oh. George Lucas against Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. Oh, <laughs> that Jamaican horn. Dang. George Steven Lucas. Interesting. interesting. Steven Spielberg. Look, pull up George Lucas. Yeah, because so we can see what he's made. Because I know, I know for Star sure Wars. the Star Wars franchise for right, sure. But there was American Graffiti, if I'm not mistaken, and classic, that classic, was supposed to be like classic, big shot, you know. Classic. And I'll admit, I haven't seen it, but. It's it's well known mm, yeah. as some theatrical greatness. Yeah, I, I liked it. You okay. can see some some uh, you know good acting. In and there. and and also we gotta we gotta take into into consideration what projects he's Wait, been involved did you say with. Stephen King or Steven Spielberg? Steven Spielberg. Yeah, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. Oh, and okay. and we gotta take into consideration what projects he was involved with because let's say give us some if uh, he was George involved Lucas, w- if man, he was involved with developing. Of, uh, E.T. with Steven Spielberg, then that's okay. They that have, we gotta weigh yeah, that out. They have to you know have Yeah. All right. So now I'm gonna bring up some things with Steven Spielberg okay. first. Steven Spielberg. We have E.T. E.T. We have Jaws. We have Schindler's List. <laughs> okay. Mm. Uh, now we got uh, some heavy left, hitters right, right off the fucking left, top. Yo, two. All the time. And then you say. Now, this is why I say Steven Spielberg because we have. Jurassic Park, Saving Private Ryan, oh, Ready Player One, another good movie. Oh, Ready 
Raiders of the Ark. That's just a few. So now we have okay, okay. Munich. Wow. Now he brought in the big guns just to. I can't. I can't even breathe. That's how big gun. That's how color purple. That's how heavy some. That's how heavy Steven Spielberg hits. Now, Can you feel the weight? Never mind. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Hold him up. Then I'm not even up. done. We, we're now we have Lincoln. Oh. Minority Report. Bridges of Spies. War Horse. Empire of the Sun. Hook. Oh. Amistad. <laughs> and now, now, one of the three biggest blockbusters ever to hit in the 80s, uh, Back to the Future. Oh. The Goonies, Twilight Zone, <laughs> Gremlins. Okay, um, okay. Hey, he's we, dead we understand, already. we he's understand. Okay, let's look and see some of George Lucas' projects <laughs> and go. see if we can see what he was involved with. Like, hopefully it says also what he was involved because he's involved in a lot of stuff. Okay. Let's see. Star Wars. Star Wars, for sure. The whole franchise is amazing. Whole Great. Franchise. That, that's, that's Everything awesome. about it, and that's huge. Okay, go ahead. It's a little, a little, bloop, little footnote. Does, <laughs> that, does that beat anything that we just named about Spielberg? <laughs> Nothing at all. It's all Star Wars. But, um, but he did have projects with Indiana Jones, Lost Raiders of the Ark. Okay. Steven Spielberg. Howard uh-huh. the Duck. Beverly Hills Cop. Oh damn! Ewoks, <laughs> Labyrinth. No, it, it's it, oh. it, Steven Spielberg kills him. Okay, 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 okay. Chema. Okay. So is Star Wars the biggest Wars? thing that came out Look, of all yeah, of that Star together? Star Wars universe, the whole Star Wars universe. So, so George Lucas and has Steven the biggest Spielberg universe. George Lucas has the biggest thing to come out of both of them, but but Steven Spielberg obviously takes the cake here. Oof. Now, I, I'm sure if we had the numbers in front of us and stuff, we can make comparisons, but, but that's not what we're looking at. Um, Steven Spielberg has been involved in so much uh, theatrical greatness that I don't think even as great as the Star Wars universe is, I don't think it can overcome the greatness of the of the of the Spielberg universe. It's just this list just went on and on and on. Like on like really like oh wow. I was just blown away. So there is really to me, there is no comparison Steven but, Spielberg. But 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 let me break something down really quick Uh-oh. before we end this on George Lucas. Because I admire George Lucas, he created a whole universe. Detail by detail. Now, this yeah. is this is this is what makes it difficult because George Lucas created machines in his fantasy Star Wars, which breaks down the engineering of how they fly, how they work. No other director has been able to do that. George Lucas has created what the turbines on these. The, all the detail, all the detail on it, machinery, the, exactly. How the lightsaber, everything. Works. Now everything. that's legit. Now this, th- that's, that's what I'm saying. That's don't, true. Don't don't shoot him down just yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Now the, definitely the, the mind it, props. His mind is props. he's a genius in it because he created how everything works. So he he he's a he's a big dog in it <laughs> yeah, because yeah, nobody yeah, yeah, can yeah, yeah, do yeah. not even not even not even 
But what's his name from Avatar can, um, can do that? I guess you can say that Steven Spielberg has uh, the accumulative, you know, just just catalog of movies. Uh-huh. And George Lucas has his masterpiece, uh, creativity, uh, his his epic, mo- his, mo- his Mona Lisa. Yes, you know his chist. Uh, epic, 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 like Gilgamesh, like yeah. The, the, the Sistine, his Sistine Chapel, his, and and maybe maybe there is something to be said about Steven Spielberg, maybe still being able to get to that or something. May I don't know. You know, he's had some pretty big bangers and and hits out there, and he's got good and, good uh, movies. So but I, th- yeah. that's what that was. That was what I wanted to. You know to what? Say right there. I love, I love like especially this comparison because you're comparing two. Great, like greatness. Great You're comparing greatness here and here. Yeah. And then we're trying to figure out well, which one of these two great, amazing creators of content is is can rise above the next one, and yeah. and but and at the same time, we can see that you know we when want I, to when rock. I go to ET for Steven Spielberg and then my childhood and then. And then I can go to Saving Private Ryan, you know, to, to kind of uh, fill in some gap here and there. And I mean, uh, that's what I love about that. That's where his detail future. comes out. Yeah, it's it's just, yeah, there's so much there. I, I'm leaning and I'm going to go Steven Spielberg. I'm Steven uh, Spielberg as well. Oh, Steven Spielberg, yeah, too. All right. Well, there you got Number it. One. There you have it. Um, that was a good one. Yeah, we just, like that. we're going to do this from time to time with different things and and so thanks, man. Uh, thanks to all y'all to, uh, for being here and, and discussing this. Tune in next time. Yes, sir. Thank you. And we're still going here, guys. That was that- a good one. I love that ending right there. I love that because you got two, two great directors. Mm-hmm. You know, George Lucas is the ultimate of sci-fi. And for him to break down the machinery... Every little detail, and uh, I had the book. Yeah, that's the legit. Books. Yes, that's why that's I like wanted legit, to throw that out there because yeah, I didn't want so to just he is a mind of his own. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. And and that's what I love about what's his name who did Aliens and and uh, what's his name? Um, he was married to Linda Hamilton. Um, Terminator. Uh, I'm not sure. By oh. the way, this is thesis. You're not mistaken. Everything is everything. We are still here. You had, we had just quick. witnessed a live recording of Man of Mankind, and uh, we're all here participating. Uh, we are uh, kind of breaking the quarantine. Not really, because there's only three of us, but it's okay. You know why? Because we are free people. That's why. We're Americans. Anyhow, we're still going. I uh, hope you're enjoying the show. Cameron, gonna keep at it here. Um, James Cameron. James, James Cameron. Cameron. Dude, that dude makes some awesome movies. That dude. When his name is attached to something, like, whoa, I want to see that. Terminator, Avatar, yeah, Aliens. Dude, Come on. He's, he's, a, he's a big sci-fi dude. And, and he, he takes he takes a lot from George Lucas, I remember, in this in this uh series that I had watched that he took a lot because of how detailed George Lucas was with that that I was just talking about. This is why Titanic, James Cameron. So James Cameron to me is the ultimate director of all time. That's my opinion, because he creates new machinery. 
He invented that walking forklift on Aliens. Oh. He invented the submarine. That was, that was his. That was his vision of whatever. Exactly. Whatever. He created the submarine to go down to the Titanic with the hands. So he he creates machinery as well on his sets. James Cameron. Oh, dude. So I'm sure you know because you're a fan and I'm sure you know. But just so for those of you who are out there listening who might not know, who aren't really Star Wars fans. So the original Star Wars um, New Hope with Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia, you know, like Star Wars Part 1, which is really Part uh, 4. Yeah. Um, the, so so when, when, uh, when George Lucas wrote this, this, this epic, um, he wanted to put it on film, but the epic was so big that when he got the deal to make part of his epic, he read his story and he said, what's the best part that I can present to the people to, to show them what this epic is about? So he went right to the middle of the story yeah, to shorten it of up. the whole arc, because what we know right now as episode one through nine is the entire story of the Star Wars epic. Mm-hmm. But since his budget was limited and everything, he figured out, okay, what's the best part of this story that I can tell? And he chose this part with Luke Skywalker and this and that. So he started in the middle. And then, of course, you want to continue. Um, Which became conti- the main. Continuity. The main. So then you make part, you know, Empire Strikes Back. Exactly. Return of the, Return Jedi, of the Jedi. You know, but in his mind, his plan was to all, his plan was always at some point, we need to come back and do the first three parts of the story. But he also had <clears throat> the last three parts of the story. Now, as far as what Disney's doing right now, because see, Disney owns what? all the Star that's Wars That's what I was upset about, about him selling the rights to and Disney. See, they, that means they can do whatever they want to the story. And, they and the way they ended the story was not Shitty. good, bro. Because... The arc of the story is okay. So, like, we look at Anakin. Okay, in 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 Phantom Menace, they said something about a, a prophecy of the one who's gonna bring peace to the Force, and everybody saw that through Anakin was this this great peace that was gonna come. Okay, and he became evil, became Darth Vader, this yeah. and that. But he had a son, so. It's it still says the same thing through Anakin. This piece was gonna come. Was it gonna be Luke Skywalker? And then, uh oh, no, it wasn't. You know, sort of, but not really, because Luke. You know, they didn't they didn't take down the Empire or whatever. As they, so the story arc to me would be like okay, the way they ended it. Have you seen the last one, the newest one? Mm-mm. Okay, well. Spoiler alert for all y'all out there who it's, ain't it's seen smart. it. It's cool. It's cool because I, I, I really, I really. So before I say anything, y'all want me to continue? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, so to me, they messed up because the story arc should have been okay. Eventually, through this Skywalker bloodline, this peace and balance was supposed to come. Okay, it wasn't Anakin. It wasn't Luke. Maybe it's it's one of these kids. Either Leia's kid, the you know the the new bad guy with the mask, uh, Ren, Kylo Ren. Either it's gonna be through him or through, uh, Esta Ray. But see, they messed up the story because I believe that Ray, because sh- see, 
in the Star Wars universe novels, George Lucas approved that Leia and Han had twins. And see, and that was the approved storyline from George Lucas. Okay. In the future universe of Star Wars, Leia and Han Solo have twins, Ren and Rey. And and they both have um, um, uh, uh, Jedi stuff. Yeah. And see, the, so the movie looks to was looking to me like, oh, Ray and Ren are the twins, but they got separated at birth. Something sort of the way Leia and and Luke were separated at birth, mm-hmm. for the same reason because they needed to hide him from the bad guy father. Whatever happened there, I, I thought the storyline should have continued in that manner. But this was the resolution to the story. Ray was the one because she's a Skywalker. And it was gonna bring peace to the to the everything, but no, they twisted it up. It ended up that Ray was part of the Sith. All kinds of crazy shit. Like what? Because they were trying to make it like, more more no, evil but, to get more. Ah, uh, they it's because more liking. I, I, I don't know. It, I, I don't know their say. thinking behind the story, but but I think all real Star Wars hardcore fans who see the whole story through. The epic, you see it through, and when you see the end, it's like, no, no, something's not right here. No, she should have been a Skywalker, but they didn't make her a Skywalker. You know, and the movie's called The Last Skywalker. Why? It wasn't Kylo Ren. He was a Skywalker because, sort of, he was half Skywalker because Princess Leia is a Skywalker and she was the mom of Ren. But see, Rey, nobody knows who her parents are. But in this last part, they said, oh, she's part of the Sith. What? Uh, it doesn't, it's yeah. like, come on, Disney. They, 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 Hollywood, that's how they fucked it Hollywood up. Hollywood knows how to mess some shit up, Hey, dude. we're going to take a break here. We're going to listen out to some music, guys. Take a break. Smoke some. Drink some. Do what you do. We need some more cigarettes, bro. Who's going to go to the store? Huh? Fuck that. <laughs> shit. What time is it? What time you guys there? 10.06. 10 o'clock. Wow, we've been out this sucker for a minute. On some tunes, man. We jam this shit. Grab a round. Don't mind. You can take my ride with shit. I don't care. I don't ride shit. Huh? You can take my ride. Ride where? To get some play. I don't want to ride. No. I'm break it already. I'll sit in my Damn, I should have got some more. I had a fucking pack. I, don't, I didn't smoke them all, did I? When? Today? No, last night. Oh. <laughs> I didn't smoke long, did I see? Oh, for sure. Come on. Oh, Jamaica. Because I would have left the back here. Jamaica. Where's the stash at? Where's the cigarette stash at? See? Lelo, lelo. I'm going to go look in the car and sit here in a minute. I think I smoked. Are you going to go check in your car? Yeah. While you're out there, go to the store, bro. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a block away, dog. Come Shit. on, man. Golly, bro. You good, nigga. Block away, no, dog. Man. Shit. <laughs> Fuck dog is this. Nah, but for real. We got, isn't there a curfew like, after midnight or some shit? Like, nigga, I'm going to head out before midnight. That's nah, sure. ain't no fucking curfew, is it? No I don't know, man, but Fuck shit. Me. Fuck that. We're on lockdown, hey, still here, people. Y'all know what it is. I don't even got to explain it to y'all. There's still a million people out on the road, man.
Oh, here. So I got some for y'all. See what y'all think. So you know how we like to do it here. We like to ponder ideas and question stuff. So in New York way, there was an old lady. I think I told you. Did I tell you about the old lady? Anyhow, at a hospital. She went, not because she had corona or anything like that. Uh, she had some issues. She was like 85. So, you know, whatever old lady issues, yeah. right? So she's there for that. <laughs> and, and and there's other people there who are there for corona checkups or whatever's going on, right? So so there's a lady there, and she was like 36 years old. And so this old lady comes in, and she's holding on to the handrail and stuff like that. You know, she's an old lady, poor old lady, right? And the one of the other patients, hey, you're touching all over the handrails and stuff. Like, chill out, corona. Because then, you know, so this chick who was all worried about Corona with her little mask and everything started screaming at the old lady who was trying to just whatever yeah, she was doing she to needs, the handrail. And she got all aggravated. The other lady, you know, remember, this is like an 86 year old woman. And um, and some altercation happened. And the 36 year old woman pushed the old lady like, oh, you know. You're not being careful. You're not following guidelines. The old lady fell and hit her head, and she, whoop, lights out, baby. She died. What? Yes. The fuck? So, this was this is kind of uh, illustrative of one of my worries about this whole Corona stuff because there seems to be this division building up amongst. At least you see it on the socials, but I don't see it yet in society. But this whole like, if you're not with the whole panic, if you're not like hiding, you know, if you're kind of like, okay, but you're not panicking, I don't know, something like, oh, you're a denier or something. It's weird, but it's something like that, you know, and man, it's dangerous. Yeah. What the hell is happening to us? We needed a wake up call. We needed a slap to the face, man. And you know, we can look at both sides of political spectrum and say who's to blame for what. But overall, man, they don't know. They don't make who we are. We're more than what they say we are. We're more than a color, a creed, a background. We're more than a gender. We're more than all of that, man. We're more than them, what these people that who are that trying to divide us. We're more than them. We are Americans. And we are tougher than this. And we are smarter than this. The most compassionate society that has ever existed in the history of mankind. Why would anyone try to divide us? Together we stand, divided we fall. Those words have so much meaning. That's it, baby. That's it. We have so much meaning.
Dang. Go get some cigarettes. I know, I'm thinking about it too, man. I'll buy them if you go get them. Man, fuck, dude. I'll buy them. I'll buy you a pack and I'll buy me a pack. I'll buy two packs. Uh, Come on, man. You can't beat that deal, man. I know. I can't, can't afford to go to jail. <laughs> it's a block away. These whole shit right there is a block away. Isn't it liberating, though, bro? Like, for real. Isn't it liberating to question and to dig and to examine? I mean, dude, like, for real, like, oh, I love we can it. go we can go coast to coast right quick. What do you say about that, see? Huh? You know about that, Mike? Go. go. Oh, what do you need? What do you need? Oh, what does that man. say? Out? Uh, input. Yeah, I need that to out. Out? Go coast to coast, baby. Aliens and Loch Ness Monster. Says I'm a prick. Prick me. She wants to see if I bleed quickly. Grip me. She said I've been through Oh, okay. 
a little bit about that uh see uh well just just, just just tell us a little bit about that just made it last night um same kind of uh simple process i just found some beat i liked uh, on youtube and and uh recorded it off into the four track recorder um and then just Put it in the booth, mic'd it up, and and um, took uh took about you know a couple of minutes to write or so. You know the 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 hook didn't take long to write. Um, I just wanted to make sure that I had enough energy to 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 be with with the beat, not have it drown me out. So yeah, just same same. Actually, you freestyled part. the hook. Yeah, and we wrote it down. Well, I wrote the yeah. Right. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know out there, uh, we go way back, me and Dean. Uh, he's the host of Mind of Mankind, and we're here together. And uh, actually, so for many years back in the day, we've, we, we made music together. We participated in music together. And he's continued that throughout the years. And I mean, what are we looking at? Like 20 years that you've been doing this now, basically? Yeah, I probably got my first synthesizer keyboard um about 20 years old so yeah about 22 years oh, now wow. don't do the math but you know and guys if you if you understood like the work that this guy has put in into creating whether he had particular uh tech tech or instruments or machinery or whatever like he just keeps grinding and keeps hustling and there's always some good stuff coming out. Like it's it's all organic. It's all underground because there's no, you know, this is just a love for the music, basically, you know. And and I've participated before, and there is something beautiful about creating something because it is a work of art in the end, you know. And you put you put work into it, you put hours into it, and when you see the finished product, and you're like, yeah, like what we just heard right now was jam, dude, like. I love that. Like, I'll roll to that, bro. Like, for real. <laughs> like, I'll straight up roll to that. Dude, I'll put that on my running track. I have a track, <laughs> a playlist that I use when I go running. I'll put that sucker on my running list, bro. That's how legit, that's how legit that joint was. I hear you, man. I like that, I man. That. Yeah. I, I've, I think that that's always kind of been my, um energy or at least what it should be like I, i'm more i want to be energetic you know a lot of times uh, uh i have the propensity to go through my feelings sometimes uh, errors and and they can get stale after a while and i always come out jacked up trying to push the tempos and 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 flip the words and and uh so that's kind of 
my energy level usually is is at that uh, level. The song that we just heard, you know, I think that's I think that's where I, I lay in best at. Though though I I try to consider myself and and work at being diverse and and having a lot of uh, different styles I can pull out the grab bag, you know. And if you guys knew the the library from 20 years, 22 years of recording songs and tracks and stuff, like literally, I don't I mean, I don't know, probably a thousand, thousand five hundred CDs. Cause you know, the tech was old back in the day, we had to record on CDs. And yeah, he got stacks and stacks of music from from years ago and there's some real good works of art in there definitely and maybe at some point we'll share some yeah. here and um, i started off wanting to be a producer you know I, I i knew some rappers around me that were pretty good you know they talked about the streets and everything that, that some of the things i wanted to hear as a younger cat and and uh so i i wanted them i wanted to hear them and i knew so i had to make some beats and that's where i started at wanting to be a producer and then uh, once that became you know you know things happen in life for reasons you don't never know and and, and that became not doable uh, well, well I could always have a pen and a pad I can always have my thoughts in my mind and, and as God willing lets me use my tongue and, and, and speak speak words to to to, to heal myself, to, to talk to people, to let people in on, on, on who I am. And, and, and it's funny because I've been doing this for a long time and, and I don't let anybody hear anything, um, not for any kind of, uh, creeped out reasons. It's just, I, I just, I really do do this for myself, kind of therapeutically. I, I like to roll in my car, bumping my own stuff, you know? Like and, just for the yeah, love of music. Yeah, and I've never uh, took to listening to all uh, uh, the radio and, and what's coming out and this and that, because I try not to be influenced and stuff, but but I've recently got into listening to more of some new stuff, and, and, and uh, you know, they're, they're jamming out there. I'm not hating on nobody, everybody, they're jamming. But um, but I kind of keep to myself in, 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 in the music and I listen to rock and, and classical and all these things, these other genres. So I'm still listening to music, but I'm not listening to to quote unquote hip hop and things like that. So I'm going to wrap this part of the show up. I want to thank you guys for sticking around. If you're still here with us, we had a good time together. My boy Dean, Man of Mankind, check out his, his podcast here on the Anchor Platform, also on Spotify. We'll probably be doing a, a few crossovers every once in a while. And I like it. Hope you all enjoyed it. On the music right now, we have... Los. Say what's up, Los. What up? Say something to the people out there listening. What's up, people? Hope you 
Yes, because this is what we do. Coming to you from the lockdown. I call it Zombie Land, you know. Uh, but it's something like Zombie Land. And see, even though I'm a big cowboy and, uh, you know, fight the power and shit, I'm about to wrap it up because I ain't trying to get no, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, that's what it is. So, uh, Dean. So, Whatever happened, Lil Scrappy? Uh, is that still your favorite artist of all time, Lil Scrappy? Ah, uh, my homeboy, Scrappy. Okay. Say, Dean, so say something to the people out there, man, before we wrap this part of the show up. Anything you want to say to the folks out there listening? Well, hunker down. Be prepared for another month of what everybody calls isolation. Go to the store, get what you need. Stay home. See if you can grow your garden at the crib or something, you know. Now's the time to do it, I suppose, you know. Grow some peppers. Yeah, you know. I mean, them things that really put you focused in on, on, on one thing or another, you know. Hopefully you got a couple canvases and some paints that you can do that and outside of all the family stuff because we still need to make time on our own. You know, we're all with the family and that's great. But uh, take some time for yourself and I don't know, record yourself talking, put a podcast down. Yep. This freaking anchor thing just makes it so easy. So there's no really excuses on that level. Yeah. You know. That's a plug, by the way, Anchor, if y'all listening, you know what I'm saying? We love the platform. We're going to blow your platform up. Yep, 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 yep. Yep. Man of mankind. Mind of mankind. Dean, check out his podcast. Thank you for staying here with us. This is Thesis. Everything is everything with your host, Jay Marie. Appreciate you guys. See you soon. And I'm going to smoke all my